This podcast is brought to you by Acme Markets. Fresh foods, local flavors. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news update with Kathy Romano. Today is Thursday, October 13th. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning in the news this morning. A suspect has been arrested in the deadly shooting uh, near Roxborough High School. The Philadelphia District Attorney's Office said 21-year-old Yassine Bivens is charged with murder and four counts of aggravated assault for the gunfire late last month. We believe he was a participant in the murder. He's one of the six you've seen jump out of the trucks, a Deputy Commissioner Frank Venor with Philadelphia Police. The shooting killed a 14-year-old Nicholas Elizalde of Havertown and left four other teenagers wounded. Police have said that Nicholas is not be- believed to have been one of the intended targets. According to police, a receipt for ammunition with Bivens' name on it was found in the Ford Escape used in the shooting. At the time of the shooting, Bivens was awaiting sentencing in what authorities said was an illegal street race in North Philadelphia in July of 2020 that ended when the SUV rear-ended another vehicle and then struck a pregnant woman sitting on a wall <sighs> killing her baby and critically injuring her. I remember that accident. Uh, yeah, absolutely. And the, the, the vehicle they were in had been carjacked, correct? Yeah, I believe so. Uh, in August, a judge convicted Bivens of aggravated assault by ve- uh, vehicle after causing the death of an unborn child during that crash. He was acquitted on third-degree murder and conspiracy charges in the case. Uh, charges have also been approved for 16-year-old Dayron Bernie Thorne. Uh, Venor said they are close to making more arrests. The fatal shooting happened on September 27th at 4.30 on the 4700 block of Peachin Street just as a junior varsity football scrimmage ended between three schools, Roxborough High School, Northeast High School, and Boys Latin Charter School. Nicholas was a freshman at Seoul High School but played football for Roxborough. A $45,000 reward has been offered for information leading to an arrest or conviction. Three SWAT officers serving an arrest warrant were wounded and a a suspect was killed after gunfire erupted Wednesday morning in North Philadelphia. It happened at 630 in the morning in the 800 block of North 10th Street near Brown Street. Officers were serving a warrant on 19-year-old Raheem Lee, who was wanted for homicide and other violent offenses. According to police, Lee fired at officers through a door and a window. One officer was shot in the hip, another officer shot in the leg. A third officer was hit in the upper chest after a bullet ricocheted off of his vest. He suffered a serious contusion but the bullet did not penetrate. I mean, this happened a few years ago, um, and I, I, and I've met the the, the SWAT officer's uh, widow, and uh, you know, it, it's actually it's a it's a sin that I don't remember his name. I want to say it's like McNamara or something like that. But like the, you know, these guys are just there to serve a warrant. Right. And these cow this coward and the coward before is just shooting through uh, you know a door, door. just yep. randomly at uh, you know, and it, uh, this is a uh, blatant disregard mm-hmm. yep. for everything. Mm-hmm. Police say the suspect then attempted to flee through the rear of the property and then started firing at SWAT officers who were stationed there. At least six officers returned fire on the suspect, striking him in the head. Lee was taken to Temple University Hospital, where he was pronounced dead just after 7.30. One of the officers who uh, was hit drove himself and his partner, who was also shot, down 10th Street to Jefferson Hospital for help. Let them know I'm shot in my hip and my partner shot in his leg, he could be heard saying on police radio. The officer who was hit in the chest and the officer shot in the hip were treated and released from the hospital. The officer shot in the hip was sent home with the bullet still lodged in him. Doctors mm. are going to wait for the swelling to go down before trying to remove it. The officer shot in the leg remains hospitalized. Sources in the homicide unit say Lee was wanted for a killing that happened in the early morning hours of Sunday, August 21st on the 2600 block of West Burke Street. That's where a 34-year-old man was found inside of a Range Rover with gunshot wounds to the neck. The victim was identified as Theodore Bell, the father of Lee's sister's child. 
CVS will reduce prices on its store-branded menstrual products nationwide and pay the sales tax on those products in a dozen states. That's my brand. Uh, Starting Thursday, CVS will drop prices by 25% on CVS Health and Live Better tampons, menstrual pads, liners, and cups. Believe it or not, I mean, I have bought those Did you buy those? Yeah, (laughs) yes. And every single time, and I have taken a picture of what I need to get, and I I just sit there and I I look at the picture and I look at the pads and I look at the picture and I'm like, okay. You got to look for for Terry Bradshaw's face. (laughs) And you know you got the right brand. The chain last week also began paying sales tax for customers on period products in 12 states. Uh, however, Pennsylvania, New Jersey, Delaware, and Maryland are not among those states. Dr. Murphy, the global health lead for the American Medical Women's Association, commended CVS but said the company should go a step further and reduce prices on all of the menstrual products it sells. The price cuts from CVS are the latest step in a growing effort to close the gap between the cost of women's and men's personal health items and eliminate sales tax on feminine hygiene products. Period products are taxed as a luxury item and not recognized as basic necessities. Any plans to reduce the price on their Fudge cookies because the <laughs> CVS brand of fudge cookies oh, are really? awesome. They're <laughs> unbelievably Steve good. Steve will find a good I, cookie yes. in any location. <laughs> Those freaking things are amazing. <laughs> we go for tampons, you yes. go for cookies. Uh, but I use them the same way though. So. Uh, I found that's so odd. I, I didn't, I mean, I know they're taxed. I buy them all the time, but I didn't realize that they're considered a luxury item. Yeah, like, it's ridiculous. Are you kidding yeah. me? Yeah. Menstrual products uh, can be a big expense for women and have grown more costly in recent years. Tampon prices increased 12.2% at retail stores, according to the latest data from market research firm IRI. Liners increased 11.6%. One in four women struggled to purchase period supplies within the past year due to lack of income, according to the Alliance for Period Supplies. We should get in on the tampon gang. I think so. I think there's, uh, I think there's uh, an opening. That, well, part of the phrase, <laughs> yes. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah, there's yeah, an yeah. opening there. that we There could, could be an overflow, yeah. So. <laughs> Come on. Well, it'll at least put us in the red. <laughs> <Yay>! <laughs> well, I mean, stop can... yanking my string on this and let's just really do this Hunger thing. Down. Yeah, Listen, actually. I know you're joking, yeah. but yes. we could if we could find a manufacturer, we could create a Preston and Steve cup and it would be re- reusable for them. Oh my oh god. My god. Yeah, yeah, no. No. Holy yeah. hell! Yeah. Kathy, you we said... We can tie it together, Nick. Oh, my God. How many women... You said a lot of the women that you know are using them, but yeah. you, you are not. You're I not know. a fan. It didn't work for me. It did oh not work Oh, my God. A yeah, a menstrual cup. Yeah, I love it. Right? Yeah, a menstrual yeah. cup. Yeah, a menstrual yeah. cup. Yeah. That's, you know... Yeah, a cup. Presidency present. Yeah, a menstrual cup. We are gonna, Do not lose this idea. Yeah. We are going to double the amount of money we made on the Gadzooks ice cream. Oh, yeah. <laughs> At least. <laughs> At least From double. extra The morning show they call of the market on menstrual cups. <laughs> on the rags to riches. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and the stuff right itself. <laughs> it's great. All right. <laughs> Shall we do sports this morning? Oh, 
We should have stuck with the tampon conversation. The Phillies lost to the Braves 3-0 in Game 2 of the NLDS last night in Atlanta. After a three-hour rain delay, Kyle Wright, baseball's only 20-game winner, threw six shutout innings and out-duel, uh, to outduel Zach Wheeler as the Braves even the series at one game apiece. Game 3 is tomorrow afternoon, but uh, back here in Philadelphia, and Aaron Nola will get the start. The first pitch is scheduled for 4:35. In the other baseball uh, playoff game, the San Diego Padres beat the Dodgers 5-3 last night in Los Angeles to even that series at one game apiece. Cameron Dicker was named the NFC Special Teams Player of the Week. The Eagles are only the second team ever to win an award in each of the first five weeks of the season. The 1991 Bills are the only other NFL team to do that. In tonight's Thursday night football matchup, the Washington Commanders will travel to Chicago to take on the Bears. Kickoff is set for 8-15, and the Flyers had their season and home openers tonight against the New Jersey Devils. The puck will drop at 7 o'clock. And that's what I have for you this morning. All right, thanks, Kat. we got a bunch of stuff on our plate today, including some money for you. It's MMR's You Who Loot. It continues. We'll do it at 8 and 10 a.m. Get yourself set. We also have uh, some friends stopping by to talk about a variety of things, some charity events that are coming up, uh, the Phils. We've got uh, the Philly Burger Brawl. And we also have the uh, Philadelphia Film Festival, uh, which is opening next Wednesday. So we're going to have uh, Andrew Greenblatt, who is uh, the head of that uh, organization, come in and tell us about all the movies and, and yeah. show times and, and all the things that are taking place, maybe celebrity guests and stuff like that that'll be in town. Yeah, you can jump out ahead of the stuff that's going to be in the movie theaters in a couple of months. Yep, it's a big event. So we have a lot to get to. I want to go ahead and take a break right now, but not before... Well, we're actually, we're going to do a prize book yeah. at yes. some yeah. point this morning because we... Uh, excuse me, we have a short work week this week as we were off on Monday and Tuesday. So uh, we have a lot of things that uh, that are in our pile of goodies to give away. So we're going to do a prize blowout at some point this morning. So hang in there with your chance to win some cool stuff. Let's break, come back. Stupid question in the, the entertainment report is up. So we'll have it for you next. Stay with us. Get social with Preston and Steve. Find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok. And coming soon to OnlyFans. I'm kidding. Hey, you've heard us talking about Krista. She's beautiful, classy, and brilliant, and she's so easy. Krista is Steven's most loved engagement ring. Picture her, a bright white, high-quality, round, brilliant-cut diamond expertly set into a classic, solitaire, Tiffany-style setting. Krista will guarantee you a yes. Go to IHateStevenSinger.com and click on Krista to check her out. Visit Steven's showroom at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly. You buy real diamonds from a real jeweler that you can trust. It's IHateStevenSinger.com. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. All right, stupid question time. We're going to give away a $100 Visa gift card, if you can tell me. Uh, what does the TV network abbreviation CBS stand for? Mm-hmm. 215263 WMMR. Call if you know the answer. What does the TV network abbreviation CBS stand for? 215263 WMMR. I'll mention the birthdays, as we always do, while we wait for your call to come in. Thursday, October 13th, and uh, we'll start with actor uh, Himesh Patel. Um, he is great. Uh, the movie Yesterday has become one of my favorites. It's excellent. Dude, he's such a good singer, too. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's got a great voice. There, are, I mean, listen, there there are a lot of great moments in that movie, but I think, like, my favorite is when he sings for the first time as a the only person who knows a Beatles song. It's yesterday he yeah. sings. Yeah, yeah. And it's uh, just so great because everybody's, like, hearing it for oh the first God. time ever. Yeah, <laughs> they're just blown away. Yeah, yeah that's such a beautiful song. What is it? And he's like, "You're mad." What yeah, do you? Yeah. Uh, it's it's yesterday. What do you? <laughs> I, I I do love the conceit of that movie, yeah. especially yeah. scenes like that. And then 
Not you, you need to watch it because it wraps up in a way that makes beautiful, wonderful sense. Yeah, yeah. agreed. Uh, he's also uh, great. There's a weird show that I started watching called Station Eleven, and I'm going to be in for the hall just because you're not I'm thrilled with it, though, are you? I I like dystopian, right? Uh, yeah, post-apocalyptic things, uh, but it's kind of weird. But I'll I'll run it. I'll write it out and see how it goes. Um, but uh, he is 32 years old today. Uh, it's Nancy Kerrigan's birthday today. Got her knee smashed in. Uh, Jeff Galuli was that Jeff Galuli, yeah. yeah. In fact, there was a porn movie. You remember that it uh, been leaked out between uh, Tanya Harding and Jeff Galuli. I saw it. There was a um, I can't unsee it. You can't unsee that. Mm-mm. There was uh, something on Netflix or oh, you know what? It was prior to the Olympics. I was watching like all these figure skating documentaries, and and there was one on her and what happened, and uh, it, it was pretty sad. It was yeah. really sad what happened yeah. to her. Yeah, all the way around. That was a messed up story. Yeah, no one came out unscathed. And that. the I Tanya movie was it's great, unbelievable. Yeah, yeah, uh, Tanya Harding. So it's unbelievable. Uh, Nancy <laughs> it's unbelievable. Uh, Nancy <laughs> Kerrigan is uh, fifty three. Escape, mom. <laughs> Sylvester <laughs> Stallone is Tanya Harding. <laughs> yeah, I can do this. Uh, so I, I can't do this. He <laughs> just gave up that first yeah. day. That's it. That's the end of the movie. I'm boxy. Yeah. <laughs> Nancy is 53 years old today. Wow. Uh, Kate Walsh, who is on uh, Grey's Anatomy and uh, Private Practice and Full Circle and. She's kind of uh, uh, known as a, a, a MILF kind of... Um, I think so. Yeah, she ends up in a lot of those roles. Uh, so she turns 55 years old today. Uh, we also have uh, Marie Osmond oh. celebrating her birthday. <laughs> uh, she is 63. You giggle. Um... Because I was just thinking of the chick we had in here who loved Donnie Osmond. Yeah, right. I know. I mean, just it all goes to that. It uh-huh. all goes to and that. And you completely ignore her work in the Nutrisystem commercials. <laughs> uh, uh, she, I, she is so hot, though. Marie Osmond? Yeah. Think she's so hot? Yeah. She spent over... Think, t- take a look at this picture up on oh, me. That, this is a recent picture. She was well, so hot. <laughs> she, she was. I, I yeah. agree. And I, and I do find her somewhat attractive. But if you take a close look... And also, she always wears her hair... Really uh, frames her face like a helmet because I think she's done too much. Oh, you think so? Yeah, I think she's. Oh, you might be right. I think she's covering up uh, the eyes a little bit with her hair. Uh, But uh, yeah, she turns uh, sixty-three years old today. Uh, The great Paul Simon has his birthday, Uh, and he turns eighty-one years old. This album is so good. It won the Grammy for album of the year. It's amazing. Yeah, it's unbelievable. All the songs on it are great. The uh, song, so. if I'm, like, jogging and it comes up, I'm like, oh, you like see me down the street. Oh, I want to see video of that. Bouncing down. I, I've probably mentioned this before, but, Steve, I, I think you and I saw this documentary where Paul Simon breaks down uh, yes. some of the songs in Graceland. Oh. And then he talks about the song Graceland itself on, on the record. And uh, he says it's his favorite song that he's ever written. And the way that he breaks it down is just so brilliant. And, and it just reminds you what a terrific record it is. But that song on that record is the best song on an incredibly great record, the, yeah. way, that, the way that he describes it. What was the follow-up to this? It had Kodachrome on it. And no, I was no, that's to, Earth, no. Kodachrome precedes this. Yeah, Kodachrome precedes came out, it. Yeah, uh, like in the late seventies. Yeah, I say. okay, yeah, because yeah, I was trying to find it uh, to play for my daughter because uh, you know we do you know play songs back and forth for one another, and I'm like, I think you would like this one. Kodachrome's a great song. You know what I think is one of the um, obviously bridge over troubled water, but um, the boxer. Yeah, yeah. It's, oh, a it's a perennial. It's a masterpiece. Yeah. Uh, Paul Simon turns 81 years old today. Uh, Damon Wilson, who played Lamont Sanford on Sanford and Son, is uh, 76 years old today. Shut up, dummy. <laughs> He's dummy. He was dummy. Yep, yeah, most yeah. definitely. He did. <laughs> 
Yet another son who was verbally abused by his father regularly. <laughs> it was, Shut up, dummy. And he was really good. He was great. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he had to play second fiddle to Red Fox, one of the greatest of all time. You had an amazing pairing. We had uh, uh, Fred Sanford. You had... uh, um uh, and then you had LaWanda Page. Oh, Red Fox and yeah, LaWanda Red Fox yeah. and LaWanda Page. Yeah. Yep, absolutely. She was on Esther, right? Yes. Yeah, she yeah. was excellent. Uh, we also have uh, Tisha Campbell. Oh, she's, I love her. Yeah. Uh, she was on Martin, played Gina. Yeah. Uh, and she turns 54 years old today. Um, oh, we have a big birthday for Sammy Hagar. Sammy turns uh, 75 years old today. And uh, Chuck D'Amico and I are big fans of Sammy Hagar. It's his favorite. Well, yeah. you pointed out that uh, in middle America, Sammy Hagar was a lot more... Uh, yeah, in St. Louis in particular, yeah. he, that was like a, a hub for him. Yeah. Like, I mean, there are massive fans there. So I'd have to imagine that his extracurricular, extra rock activities have yielded him more money. Yep. I mean, he's an incredibly successful rock star, but yeah. all his other ventures... Oh, Mas Tequila. Incredibly lucrative, yeah. No, it was um, uh, oh, Cabo Wabo. Cabo Wabo, And sorry. CBS Tampons. Mas Tequila. The name of song. Uh, yeah, Cabo, he sold that, uh, made a ton of money there, and I think he'd, he bought into rums and stuff yes. like that. So he's just, he's made the alcohol uh, empire work for him, and he's uh, tremendously successful in that regard. So 75 years old today. Uh, Melinda Dillon. <laughs> it's a Christmas story. Yeah. She's been the bumpus' dog. Uh, uh, Melinda Dillon played the mother. In a Christmas story and movies like Close Encounters of the Third Kind. You see her boobies in what? Slapshot? Slapshot, Slap yeah. yeah. Uh, she, she plays this, this crazy character, but I say this, and I it, it, I almost get very nostalgic and, and emotional. The way she portrays the mom in a Christmas story is oh. my memory of my mother. No kidding. Yeah. That's is great. Is she John Candy's wife in one of the movies? She's not in, uh, not in, not in uh, Great Outdoors. Great Outdoors. Maybe in Summer Rental. Possibly. I'm not 100% sure, Case. I didn't check to see if she was in that movie or not, but uh, she, she kind of fits the, like that. Let's like say type. she is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> uh, so she is 83 years old today. Uh, Sasha Baron Cohen's birthday as well. Yes. Borat turns a year older. Play the clip, Case. I got you. Hang on. I know you love it. Hang on. Not only uh, Borat, but uh, the Ali G show and uh, Bruno, and uh, here we go. And on weekends, uh, several to Capital City and watch the ladies while they make a toilet. <laughs> it's funny because I, I do dig a lot of his stuff, but then other times I feel like I'm like, I, I you're, agree. you're preying on some um, people that, you know, like, th- there was one in particular, like, were these people invited him into his home? Do you know what I mean? I, I agree there? 100%. That to me is uh, that when he's when there's a, a viable target that makes sense. Yeah. But when someone's being nice and they're, I'm not so cool with that. Some people like it. Then yeah. If you do, that's great. But didn't he, in the end, they had to have signed off that, on it. Oh, yes. they did. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. that's okay. Yeah. Uh, he's 51 today. Uh, Caleb McLaughlin, who plays Lucas on Stranger Things. Oh. Is now legal. He is twenty-one years oh, old. Wow. Man, it's the hard kids to think of those kids now as legal adults. They have grown up. It's crazy. I can't and wait for the next season. Yeah, the next and final season, and you, they've got to have spinoffs and things like that. I would imagine. I, I want just a juggernaut. Uh, Kathy, have you? Uh, I know Jace was starting to get into it. Have you gone through the seasons? Have you? Have you watched it? Um, me personally? Yes. No. No. <laughs> oh, it's so good. You it really is would so like good, it, Kathy. You love horror. It's one of the best shows ever made, I think, in my humble opinion. It's just the best. 
Uh, so he turns 21 years old today. And then the last birthday, Brian Dawkins has his oh. birthday. Yes. And uh, he turns 49 years wow. old today. Was he at camp out last year or two years ago? I think it was his past year. Yeah, it was his past year. Man, he's yeah. a nice guy. Nice guy, yeah. Yep, yep. yep. And, uh, man, he's still, like, built and tough. And oh, he's bigger man. now than he was when <laughs> yeah. he played. Yeah, he's an because, impressive dude. Yeah, he had said on our show that he couldn't play at the weight he is now, but he's... Right. A, well, he eats those chicky sandwiches, and that's how you bulk up. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> so, happy birthday to you, Mr. Dawkins, 49 years old. All right, let's see if we can get an answer to Super Question. What is the TV network abbreviation... CBS stand for, and we will go to Matt and see if he knows the answer. Yo, Matt, good morning. Good morning. It's Columbia Broadcasting System. You got it, Matt. Oh, yeah. That's correct. And you just got yourself a $100 Visa gift card. Hang on the line, Matt. We're going to set you up, and that is courtesy of our friends with uh, Walker Independence. And you can witness the beginning of the legacy on Walker Independence, the CW's all-new series, Thursdays at 9 p.m. on the CW Philly. Walker now, told me I had AIDS. I got a few things to get to. Kim Kardashian is reportedly so fed up with Kanye's behavior that she won't talk to him about their kids' schedules anymore without a third-party presence. Uh-oh. Yep. Uh, source told Page Six Wednesday that they have zero communication in several weeks. They've had zero communication in several weeks. And all communication regarding the kids' schedules are uh, coordinated through assistance now. And you know the third party is? It's Nell. Nell! And then they need an interpreter for they, Nell. They, they yeah. try to sound purpose. Yeah, it's like a whole I don't understand entourage. this bitch. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, that ain't you! Okay. <laughs> You're better than that. Uh, the insider added, "She has had enough of his conspiracy theories, bullying, and hateful rhetoric." So yeah, it's gotten worse, as yeah. one can imagine. He's 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 unhinged, man. Uh, Anthony Rapp became emotional when taking the stand in Manhattan federal court on Wednesday. The Star Trek Discovery actor teared up when he revealed that he came forward to uh, about his 30-year encounter, 30-year-old old, old encounter with Kevin Spacey because he knew that he wasn't alone. Uh, Rap testified and said, I came forward because I knew I wasn't the only one who Kevin Spacey made inappropriate sexual advances to. How old is uh, Rap? What age was he when this occurred? Do you 14. remember? 14. 14. Okay, I thought yeah. that was it, yeah. So, according to the Hollywood Reporter, an objection led Judge Lewis A. Kaplan to strike the comment from the record. Afterward, Rap detailed the encounter, explaining the 26-year-old Spacey uh, lifted a then 14-year-old Rap onto a bed and pressed his clothed body against the teens. That might not sound like much on the surface, but here's a 14-year-old with a 26-year-old laying on top of them. Right, right. And now having to get out of that situation. I mean, at, at, four, at 14 years old, that can mess yeah. with your head yeah, pretty yeah. bad. Uh, so Rap is seeking $40 million for psychological injuries. And part of the reason wow. he's doing it is because he thinks he's done it to other people. Uh, Emily Ratajkowski opened up to Variety on Wednesday about her relationship status. The My Body author, who filed from divorce from Sebastian Bear McClard last month, has been recently linked to Brad Pitt. She told the outlet... I'm newly single for basically the first time in my life ever. No, I don't think so. When she was a baby, she wasn't dating anyone. And I just feel like I'm kind of enjoying the freedom of not being super worried about how I'm being perceived. Oh, that's great. A source, <laughs> a source told people earlier this month that Radikowski and Pitt uh, had gone out on a few dates. I personally, I can't hear enough about super good-looking people and what they have to put up with. Yeah, dating other super yeah, good-looking yeah, yeah. people. I know. It's, it's a, a nightmare. 
All right. So, with speak, speaking of good-looking people, with age comes wisdom. But for Christopher Maloney, age also comes with a career hot streak and the label Zaddy. Zaddy? Z-A-D-D-Y. What does that stand oh, yeah. something, something daddy, I guess. I don't no, and they throw it around in this article as if we should already know what zaddy I hate means. That. I okay, a sexually attractive man, especially an older one who is fashionable or charismatic. There you go. Okay, I didn't know. Well, what well, is? Like, how work. do we get zaddy? I don't know. We're old. It's okay. We, sh- we shouldn't know that. No, no, no. It, sometimes it's just stupid, and sometimes you have to make a stand. But it's yeah. it's thrown around in this article, which is People Magazine, which is read by old people too, yeah. Kathy. Okay. Uh, without Actually, mention of what the hell it means. What? I would say People Magazine is like for yeah! us and our generation. Right? Stupid yeah. bastards. <laughs> all right, anyhow, he had, he's not expecting all this attention in his 60s. Thanks to the actor's return to the beloved Law & Order Special Victims Unit role. Uh, and several viral moments showcasing his chiseled physique, including his nude Peloton ad and impressive backside photos posted by fans on social media. Maloney has become an intergenerational sex symbol. He said it's a second act to a certain degree. Uh, And he said it's a gas. It's fun. I don't know. Uh, Has anyone been crowned zaddy? Once it's bestowed upon you, you have to just ride that horse as long as you can. Kath, I um, my my daughter used a phrase in the kitchen the other day that okay. I didn't know what it was. <laughs> like, oh, not that I I I I was able to interpret it. I just never heard it before, and that was treated by my wife, mind you, as if I was like some old like fuddy duddy that like it's I, okay. It's just, not, no stuff. Are, what was okay. it? I can't remember. Was it no, you, you mentioned no. it to me the other day. It was like catching looks, but like. Yeah, and, my, and she's listening right now. She'll she'll tell me what it was. But it's not like I was like, what What does that mean? <laughs> you know, like I knew what it meant. Right. I just hadn't heard it before. You know I what know. I mean? I, like, I know. Um, and then she sent me like this this video the other day of like these four old guys in the back of a car. <laughs> you know, she's like, this was you the other night in the kitchen. I was like, no, it's not. Dude, I said to Caroline the other day, I yeah. go, don't look at me like I'm stupid. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not do- stupid. <laughs> I know things. I know stuff. Because she had said something, and I didn't know what it meant. And I go, don't give me that look like I'm stupid. I don't okay? ever look at anybody. Simply because they, if I happened to know what Zaddy was and someone else didn't, I wouldn't go. I don't know. Come on. Like, I know. we are our parents. Like, we. I, I remember my mom saying those things to me and me looking at her going, you're so stupid. I can't believe you don't know that. Mm-hmm. My mom is dead. A... Thanks for bringing no, it up, Kathy. Steve, stop. Oh, That's my God, dude. She's so insensitive Unbelievable sometimes. Ridiculous. No, but I caught myself yesterday saying, you're going to let your daughter wear that dress? <laughs> I don't know what the children these days. <laughs> right? Here I am composing my activities last. Oh. Serving like, looks. That's Oh, serving looks. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Now, whenever I get one of those, I just feel like saying, hey, guess who's got all the money? Yeah. 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 Right? You like the food you eat? Yeah. You like yeah. that food? Yeah. You like sleeping in warmth? Get out. Anyway, the veteran actor who shares daughter Sophia, who's 21, and son Dante, who's 18, with his wife of 27 years. His, his wife's name, she's an artist. Her name is Sherman Williams. The paint? Yeah. Shut it's unbelievable. She's an artist. I didn't realize she did that. Uh, he says his family also gets kick out of his new title. You know, Van Gogh had some house paint that he sold as well. He said, my wife, she's lovely, she gets it, meaning she's like, eh, whatever. My kids, on the other hand, invariably once a month, it's like, really? Really? Uh, their friends will send them a meme that's come out or whatever. He said, but I think it uh, secretly in their hearts, they get it. It's cool because we all have a good goof with it. Uh, my children's friends bust my chops, but it's all fun. It's an honor. You know says. what? He can be funny. He's in uh, um, Hot Wet American Summer. Summer. Yeah. And okay. he, he plays the cafeteria guy, <laughs> and he's actually very funny. 
Has he had some comedic roles in the past? Uh, that that's one of them. He's done okay. that a couple times, I, and uh, he's also I think he's really good in Man of Steel. He's the, um, the, yeah. the Colonel. Yeah, 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 yeah. He was good in that. But um, is, is he doing commercials now? That yes, yeah, so Okay, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, naked commercials. Uh, he so, was in Harold and Kumar Go to White Castle. So he's done some things. Yeah, Steve. Okay. Comedic so Sherman Williams. I mean, do you think that's like a self fulfilling sort of prophecy? Like. Your name I do. Is... I think every bit of it. I think that it was meant to be. <laughs> so you're saying that she was named that and therefore became an artist because yeah. it was the paint. Possibly. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. things like that can happen. They can kind of steer you in a certain Came her direction. Way. Like, yeah. what was that guy that you went to high school press? His name was like Brock something or other. Brock Brockmeyer. Brock. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Brock. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> is he in yeah. this, some it was, sort of there was, head thing? There was Brock Brockmeyer and Carlo Marlowe. <laughs> 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 Those were the two that just stood out. Those are good names. Really, mom and dad? Seriously? Uh huh. Our last name is Brockermeyer, and you went with Brock. Brock Brockermeyer. Yeah, <laughs> that's like a a bad PI's name. <laughs> Brock Brockermeyer on the case. We had uh, Quinn. <laughs> wait, 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 what's the Easter Bunny? Thanks, Easter Bunny. Wait. Brock Brockermeyer. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Anyway, you were saying? No, just uh, the okay. the number one student in my class and the following class in high school was one was Quinn Win and the other one it was another rhyming name I can't remember it was you know, like Matt Watt but like it wasn't Matt Watt but uh, okay yeah, yeah. Right, sorry we had Tom Thomas <laughs> Tom Thomas mm-hmm. almost like Tommy Tom Tom Thompson it's along those lines yeah. get creative with those names people all right how about this uh, Tom Brady uh, isn't known for his dink shots but that may soon change. Okay. Apparently, that's a phrase in pickleball. So the NFL legend oh. is joining a new Major League Pickleball ownership group that includes former international tennis champion. And I'm going to mess this name All up, right. okay? Let her rip. Okay. Kim uh, Slisters? Oh, Kleisters? Kleisters. Kleisters. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, and he joins fellow top athletes like LeBron James as a pickleball team owner. Oh, and they're all getting in on it. His investment is the latest indicator that pickleball is rapidly evolving from a pandemic fad into a serious sport. Has anyone played it yet? No. I still haven't played it. I want want to play it. I have four rackets and, and all the balls that you need. I have them. They're here. Dude, we got and, the courts in Wildwood. I yeah, mean, we do have them there. Press. There's courts all over the place. They set them up in my gym all the time and I saw, oh, man, like it was pissing me off because it was like three old people and then this one younger guy. I'm like, dude, you better be taking it easy on these guys. You know what I mean? Like, um, you were concerned for their, his health? No, I was concerned for the other three people oh, because okay. he was way younger than... I mean, a lot of old people play pickleball. Oh, and that's I think not, it's a younger thing now. It, it is. I think it's, it's both. I, th- I think it, it, it ter- it's, it's essentially... Uh, it's a smaller scale version of tennis, yes, which allows people who don't have the physical ability to right. get out there and do an entire tennis court to to get out and play a fun, cool, interactive game. It does seem fun. So yeah, yeah, why not? And but then again. You can take people who are, you know, more agile and really crank it up a notch yeah. or two. So it's it's got that. I think that's what's cool about it. That's what's appealing is, that, you know, is to, to a wide variety of people. A pickle play. for everyone. <laughs> so anyhow, uh, yeah, he's gotten on board. And uh, by the way, it is the fastest growing sport in the U.S. with 4.8 million players. Uh, and they're looking to the, the MLP. Major League yeah, Pickleball wow. uh, wants to wow. expand its pool of teams from 12 to 16 and double the amount of annual events it holds from 3 to 6. More games means more tickets, more ad space, and more pickles. How much space do you need? Uh, by the way, not, it, much. Uh, not much. It's smaller than a regular. It's about, uh, I'd say, a third of the uh, tennis court. Could, I we play like... pick, could we play pickleball in our um, performance yes. uh, studio over here? Steve, I think, he, I think he could even play like right no, behind you. No, you no. couldn't do it here. 
It's, it's definitely. We pickleball. should do that. Yeah. We, we should get we the pickleball stuff set in our up. new in our new uh, uh, performance area, and, and maybe and do it live and maybe see how we do. Because it, it, it generates a great sound, not to neighbors living close to pickleball courts, but it's it's cool. Oh, that's right. By the way, uh, MLP announced the biggest prize money ever for a four player team in May: a grand prize of one hundred thousand dollars or twenty five thousand dollars per head. For comparison, a pro tennis doubles player who wins the U.S. Open gets three hundred forty four thousand. So it's it's competitive, it's substantial. Yeah. yeah. So we'll see. Um, let me see here. Oh, by the way, Variety reports that Stephen Colbert will host Pickled, a two-hour celebrity pickleball tournament see? slated to air Thursday, November 17th on CBS. All right, so let's corner it in the radio realm. Uh, the contestants will include uh, some of these people I don't know, by the way. Uh, Jimmy Allen, Murray Bartlett, uh, Dirks Bentley. Oh, okay. a country star. I've, I've heard that. that one. Uh, Jamie Camel, Will Farrell. Okay, he's a comedic actor. Uh, Max Greenfield. Okay, he um, was in, uh, Max Greenfield was, uh, he was in the, with the, with the, the new Zoe, the new girl. Yeah. All right, oh, uh, the girl? Louis, Louise Guzman, uh, yep. so the, he's great, uh, Phil Keegan, uh, Daniel Day Kim, ah. Sugar Ray Leonard, wow. Tig Notaro, Daniel uh, Day Lewis, uh, no, <laughs> June Diane Raphael, Kelly Rowland, Paul Shear, Aisha Tyler, and Emma Watson. Wow. Yeah. Harry Potter spin on this. Yeah. So that's coming out on Thursday, November 17th. We'll see. We shall see. Uh, have you ever seen them play Quidditch, what they call Quidditch? Yeah. Uh, a little bit of it. There's no flying. No, there's, yeah. <laughs> there's, I'm sorry, but there's yeah. no well, actual cheating. flying in it. So <laughs> uh, let's see here. A couple quick things. Uh, Trevor Noah set his exit date. Uh, the Daily Show host will end his time in the hot seat on Thursday, December 8th. Uh, comes after the comedian surprised everyone, including uh, his boss, Chris McCarthy, and his colleagues after announcing his departure during an afternoon taping on September 29th. Um, and uh, he didn't really have a plan at that point when he made the announcement. Well, it's finally been worked out, and he's got a couple of months left of hosting the show. Uh, the Daily Show will return on Tuesday, January 17th, with the company saying that additional details will be forthcoming. He'll probably try out a few people in that chair. Yeah, whether they've uh, found a permanent host by then is unclear or whether one of his trusted correspondents will fill in until they find a new host is unclear as well. Uh, but the show will host a celebratory look back at his greatest moments of, from December 5th, I believe is when that is. So, Was he a uh, correspondent first on that show? No, I don't or, think so. No, no, he was okay. kind of out of nowhere. I mean, John Stewart really liked him uh, and, and gave the people blessing. But, I mean, he, he was well-known internationally, but not very well-known okay. here in the States. It was kind of an unknown hire when, they, when uh, John Stewart brought him in. And then one final thing, uh, the inaugural class will be inducted into the Pensbury High School <gasps> Hall of Fame today. Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. And there's a few cool names that are going to be, including someone that we had on, uh, I think it was last year we had him on, Richard Kind. Bing Bong yes. from Inside Out oh, and yeah. several other movies and TV shows. He's friends with uh, Michael Giacchino. Oh. Class of 1974, Kathy. Wow. Uh, he'll be joined by um, a few other names uh, that are uh, definitely Richard. well known. Uh, you have uh, Robert Costa, Class of 2004. Haley Jackson, Class of 2002. Uh, Troy Vincent, Class yeah. of 1988. Right. And Mark Shellhammer, who's class of 1977. So I can give you a quick rundown well, uh, of th- who's who if you want to know. I'm not even kidding here at this point. I'm, I think it's okay to consider Kathy Romano. Right? I don't know why she's not in the freaking inaugural class. Like, how could she not be? She's Wait, currently... I'm so mad for you. Yeah. Wait, oh, so this is the first? Yeah. Yeah, yeah this is the first group y- of... Y- you should be in it. <clears throat> yeah, it's the inaugural 
uh, uh, Hall of Fame. You're a legend. Okay, so then there must be, because... Um, There's a mistake. No, no, no. There <laughs> must be a mistake here. I mean, <laughs> no, no, what I was going to say... Clearly an oversight. There, there's got to be a Hall of Fame. I guess it is maybe for... Um, for teachers or something, because I was a part of something for a, a teacher that was inducted okay. into the Hall of Fame. Yeah, this is for uh, alumni. Brad, okay. Alumnus. Mm-hmm. So, uh, the Pensbury High School Hall of Fame, located in the main office lobby at Pensbury High School West, has been constructed to honor its inductees, like Robert Costa, who is the chief uh, election and campaign correspondent for CBS News. Uh, where he covers national politics and American democracy. He's a regular on CBS Evening News with Nora O'Donnell, CBS Mornings, and CBS Popular Weekend program Sunday morning. Kathy does our news. Uh, Haley Jackson is the senior Washington correspondent for NBC News, covering the biggest stories from our nation's capital, and hosts the 3 p.m. hour of MSNBC Reports, as well as Haley Jackson Now this uh, is on like NBC tier- News Now. This <laughs> is the first tier, Steve. These are yeah. all like no, 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 national no. level. But you worked at NBC as well. <laughs> Kathy, you're on an you're yeah. on an international level. People yeah. listen to you across Absolutely. the world. Yeah. And we what we really need to do here is we need to change your title. We need to call you like the senior national correspondent. Yes. Yeah. Yes. yeah, we need to steal every single word that is in their titles <laughs> right. and put that in your title. Who's the next loser on this list here? Well, Richard Kind. Oh, go Richard Kind's good. Yep. We like uh, him. Uh, yeah. He was uh, born in Trenton, later raised in Bucks County, where he graduated from Pensbury in 1974. He's known for his work in sitcoms like Mad About You and Spin City. He was also showed up on. Two and a Half Men of the Goldbergs and Curb Your Enthusiasm. Movie credits include The Producers and Argo, amongst others. And, of course, he played Bing Bong. He voiced Bing Bong in Inside Out, uh, Molt in A Bug's Life, and Van in Cars and Cars 2. He's also voiced uh, characters on Dora the Explorer, The Penguins of Madagascar, and American Dad as well. And he's great. We yes, love him. yeah. And then Troy Vincent, class of 1998, and currently the executive vice president of football operations at the NFL. All right, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. how many Super Bowls did he win? The I same amount as Kathy, I think. Okay. <laughs> So we have to consider that yeah, too. Super yeah. Bowl's one. I, 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 I think you should be in this inaugural I, group. I in fact, Casey, not one person in here has won, has won a single Super Bowl. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's true. If you're gonna if yeah. you're gonna Listen, have judging yeah. parameters, uh-huh. as long as I get in before the Playboy Playmate, then I'll be good. <laughs> oh, is there a Playboy Playmate? There is. Yes, yeah, she graduated. What's her name? What year? Her, her name is Lindsay Vuolo. V U O L O. She went to school with um with my brother. Really? Oh, really? Yeah. Did it, your brother date her? Uh, no, I don't think okay. so. Uh, Nick, screw this Wikipedia crap. Yeah, Pull yeah, up her yeah, pictures. Yeah. I don't. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think we actually had her on the show one time. Did no, he ever play years years ago because she was a local girl who made it to Playboy. Okay. Yeah, I remember okay. meeting her. Well, if she was nice and came in and we had her on the show, then we support her as well. And yeah. Kathy, you've done Playboy. But, but honestly, like... <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Did you ever? Should I hold the champagne glass slower? Can <laughs> <laughs> I see my muff? Oh, oh my God! God. What? Did you see my... She has no mom. We, we know that. That's clear. Yes. Uh, well, but that's cool that they're doing that. Yeah, I and love that. And so, uh, Richard Kind should be in town today. They're doing the ceremonies what? today. Jesus awesome. Christ! Well, I didn't know about it until this morning. So, Kathy, how could you let this guy? <laughs> I didn't know about. No, yeah. You know, I have his number. I'll text him right. for real. Yeah, yeah. yeah see, if it, that would be wonderful if we could get him on real quick. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we had to do the clips, so let's go for it. Uh, the new documentary Cat Daddies is a portrait of eight men whose lives were changed by their feline friends as they navigated the challenges of 2020. In this clip, director Mai Hong 
uh, explains why she feels joy from watching men interact with cats. It could come from the fact that I grew up with very, like, a very stern father and very, you know, unemotional, like, men in my family. I thought, you know, why not make a movie about this? <laughs> this is tailor-made for you, Steve. Yeah, I yeah. watched the trailer for it. It looks so pretty cool. You know, they, they're doing a ton of... Um, very interesting research on cats in Japan. And uh, the, the, if you watch that Netflix special. They mention it. Yeah, it's coming yeah. out of Japan. But, yeah, uh, I love cats. I love dogs as great. well. But, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a big softy for cats. Uh, Cat Daddies comes out in theaters tomorrow. Here's the next clip. A gang initiation goes wrong when four recruits break into a house of terror in the new horror flick, Bitch ass. Oh, yes. yes oh, you had me at the title. Here, actor Kelsey Caesar reveals his reaction to the title of the film. Here we go. I remember when I got the script, personally, I was just kind of like, what the hell is this, bitch ass? But <laughs> I thought it was funny because I'm like, kind of using your everyday language, especially when you're like talking down on somebody, so it makes sense to me. Yeah! So would you call somebody like you bitch ass bitch? <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, something like there's that. There's a couple of there there's been a steady streak of very good horror movies, inventive, uh summer tongue in cheek, summer like the the black phone, Preston. I don't know if you've seen that yet. I didn't see it, no. Um, yeah, uh, solid. Uh, that was supposed to be freaky. Well, yeah. for you especially, because I think it fires on a lot of Stephen King notes. Okay. You know, that that Love would it. appeal to you. Nice. Well, bitch ass is bitch out in ass. theaters tomorrow, by the way. All right, that's it. That's the entertainment report for you this morning. We are going to take a break. We've got several guests stopping by today with some cool events and activities that are taking place in our city. We'll tell you about that stuff a little bit later on. Uh, and we're going to do a prize blowout at some point, too. So we'll take a break and be right back. Stay with us. Who serves up the best burger in Philly? Taste for yourself. Philly Burger Brawl is back. Round one, fight. So get off your buns and come sample the region's meat you can't beat. From traditional to gourmet to, whoa, what's on that? Come stuff your grill with unlimited burger bites. Sunday, October 23rd. Outdoors at Xfinity Live with cold beer and live music. Benefiting Philly Parks and Rec's at-risk teen initiative. And Philly School District's after-school programming. Ticket info's up at WMMR.com. Don't miss Philly Burger Brawl 2022 at Xfinity Live. I do love the taste of a good burger. Mm. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks your taste buds. Uh, do a couple chart outs just to uh, get these out of the way. Uh, it says, uh, hey, it's Mike from Oxford. My wife Katie and I celebrating our 20th anniversary on September 14th. Got it. Got it. <laughs> Month later. Uh. Uh, she introduced me you guys a few years ago, and now I listen to your podcast every day while out delivering for UPS, and uh, we enjoy talking about whatever happened on the show, Inside Jokes. I'm also a huge Fish fan. Oh. Hey, I like them. Been to over 100 <laughs> shows since the 90s, so I love hearing Casey talk about them once in a while. Uh, but my wife and I are especially big fans of Steve's wit. I even snuck in on her phone and put his Yoo-Hoo and <laughs> as a ringtone <laughs> and text tone when I call. And I have to, I have it on my phone too, and uh, get a laugh every time she calls. So uh, he'd like to request a shard out if we don't mind, Absolutely. please. Um, his beautiful bride of uh, 20 years. Uh, that's from Mike Hughes. Uh, here's another one it says, uh, Hey, my name is uh, Rosario Pistone, 
And I'd like a shout-out for my mom and her twin sister. It is their 47th birthday. Ah. Uh, Julie Keller and Jen Roth. So here he goes. A shout-out for you. And then there's uh, another one. A little late with this. Um, shout-out for my wife, Anne, on the 6th. We'll be married 10 years, man. 10 years. And we both listen every day. And uh, she takes. 10 take, years, man! 10! Takes it a step further by downloading the podcast to catch things that she misses while on calls. And uh, she's a bit behind. I think she made it through Christmas Miracle 2021. Okay. <laughs> I'd asked her about uh, in the past what kind of shard out she would like. So, if possible, could she get a corn shard out? Uh, yeah, and that's all you, Case. Ha- oh. Says, have a good flight, you crumb bum. Uh, <laughs> that is from Sean in Aston Delco. So I don't know if we have that available or not. If we don't, don't worry yeah, about no, it. I got it. I mean, only if you want out. it, though. Um, yeah, we want it. We it, want it? If it's accessible. Okay. <laughs> all right, that's a corn chart out. Absolutely. We are so talented. Uh, so <laughs> Richard Kind will be calling us. It was a last-second edition, literally in the last commercial break, yeah. uh, that we're going to get him on. Uh, great actor. Uh, very, very nice guy. We've had him on before, and he's being inducted into the Pensbury Hall of Fame, so we'll get to that uh, in just a moment. In the meantime, there's a couple other things I'd, I could uh, chat about. Steve, you sent me this article over, which is kind of interesting. Uh, Netflix uh, is considering setting up shop at the Jersey Shore with a massive production complex. Oh, hmm. really? Where? Isn't that crazy? Uh, it is a 300-acre plot of land in, um, wow, Eatontown and Oceanport. You guys familiar with that? Oh, that no. is- I think Oceanport is uh, further north. Yeah, it says 80 miles from Philadelphia. Yeah. So, so it's right around the corner. It's got to swing a little Eatontown further north. Eatontown is near uh, Long Branch. Well, okay, north, Long north uh, Monmouth, uh, North it's Shore. It's 80 miles from Eatontown. Not too far from the city, like a Red Bank, that area. All right. So All right, so that makes more sense. Kind of doesn't count. It sucks. I guess. Uh, the deal's not final yet, and Netflix did not publicly announce the amount of its bid for the property. Uh, but the site is uh, formerly housed the Fort uh, Monmouth Army Base, which was closed uh, okay. in 2011. And I'm not familiar with the area, but, like, a lot of those beach towns are not like our beach towns in that, um, you know, it's like influx of, of you know, vacationers Tourists, and visitors yeah, all yeah. Summer. Like, it's more, they live there year-round. No, you're right. You're exactly right. It has less a uh, resort-ish. Yeah, right, yeah, kind of right. Well, yeah, well, not looking, vacation homes. Yeah, I, yeah. I, so I'm looking here at Ocean Township, Long Branch. It doesn't look like there are any barrier islands. Yeah, which is what like all right. of the South Jersey Shore is it, essentially. It's those funny. are all just barrier islands. Yeah, I mean it's the same state, not that far away, but the beaches uh-huh. are different. The, yeah. when you get, no, I mean, like the geographically, geologically, they're they're um, different than they are in South Jersey. It's just kind of bizarre to see it not that far away um, be that different. You know, it, it always occurred to me that you know. This it's a great area. Obviously, M Night Shyamalan thinks so for for doing doing things here, and uh, we do have the movie studios, but we don't get a a dramatic influx of people that we can access because, as you've said, when they're here, they're always they're working, and yeah. they they don't like them to go. Yeah, they don't do interviews, interviews. while they're working, so it kind of sucks. We'll always hear that uh, you know so and so's in town working on a project, and we can't get them. Uh, but if they're being inducted to the Hall of Fame, right. then we can get them. Yeah. Yes. That's why we're going to have Richard Kine on in a moment. I mean, we try to throw around the Kathy uh, went to Pensbury and will eventually be inducted into their Hall of Fame thing. But International it doesn't... Uh, uh, traffic course. Yes, absolutely. You know what? Um, next week, we're going to have Ryan Johnson in. He's a director, did Knives Out right. and one yeah. of the Star Wars movies. And I, I want to ask him about that. 
because, uh, I mean, he would probably have, like, you know, firsthand... Maybe keys to uh, to break to crack the code, to break the system? Yeah, yeah. I mean, because, you know, like, he is a director on these major films, and, like... You and know, he likes us. And he does like he us. He really likes us. Uh, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I want to ask him about that. All right. Okay. Well, Netflix is looking to maybe pull something up on the East Coast, which would be pretty cool. Anyway. It would be great, yeah. nearby. It was more people to not have access to. Uh, <laughs> speaking of the East Coast, I uh, took a look at, uh, it was AccuWeather, uh, is taking a look at their long-range winter forecast. Oh, yeah. All right, what are um, we hearing? So it says here, and I, I'll, I'll give you, I condense it down because it was pretty lengthy. Uh, it said a wave of chilly air swept across the northeast and midwest just in time for the arrival of astronomical autumn, which started on September 22nd. But the arrival of astronomical winter on December 21st may not start in similar fashion. Residents across the northeast and midwest will experience a few winter previews in November and December as waves of cold air dive down from Canada. Uh, but the biggest blast of cold air will hold off until later in the winter. So we're talking cold air. What are we talking about in the way of snow? Any guesses? It, they're saying it's probably going to be fairly average for us. All right. Maybe just a tick more. But uh, from from what I read, it's not going to be like an overwhelmingly bad snowy winter. Now that's you know you got to take it with a grain of salt. Yes, it's a long range. They often get it wrong. However, if it could uh, actually snow in and around the cardboard classic this year, yes, that would be sensational. Well, they're saying later well, in the later. season. Yeah, so, there we yeah. go. Yeah. All right. Thank you, AccuWeather. And I read that there's like a, a double La Nina phase that's going to be happening. Double I, La Nina. I don't know exactly Whoa. what that means. So. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so the uh, clash of cold air with lingering warmth could spark an out-of-season severe weather event in the Midwest and Ohio Valley late in November or December. The atmospheric ingredients will also be present to generate some early season snow, but this will not be right. an indicator of how the entire winter will play out, but instead uh, the start of a bookend winter in terms of fall. So we're going to get a little uh, in, in terms of uh, uh, snowfall. So we should get some early snow. And then late snow. And All the right. middle of winter is probably not going to be overly harsh as far as uh, snow is concerned. So. And we're currently in a double secret La Nina? Yeah, hmm. double secret La Nina right now. So uh, they said the lake effect snow will be less prolific in the eastern Great Lakes, including around uh, Buffalo, Erie, and Cleveland. Uh, outside of the region, New England is the only one with the areas east of the Rocky Mountains where snowfall could end up being above normal. All right. That's cool. Listen, I know I, I the snow is fine on <laughs> Friday afternoon. Yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's fine. Yep. Uh, it's Monday morning or Sunday night. Yep. The that moment it sucks. It, the moment that it starts to interfere with the commute, yeah. forget it. I don't want to be a part of it. And by the that. way, how, how do kids perceive snow now that the, the plan is to not give them snow days? You know, I just had a big conversation, a long conversation with somebody about this and um, how they were saying that it's going to that they need to look at it as um, they're not going to have to tack on days at the end of the school year. And in reality, they're still getting a snow day. They're staying home most of the time. The person couldn't speak for all school districts, but for <laughs> most of the time, right. kids are going to be done by like noon. Right. You know what I mean? They're going to get their work. They're going to finish it. And then you're going to have plenty of time to go outside after lunch, play in the snow. And romp in the snow. Do the whole snow day, but still get out at a decent time in June and not have to go all the way through June and almost to July because you had so many snow days. Right. Yep. Yep. So I guess they, they get it, you know. Uh, speaking of kids, uh, I did see this. Adults seem to prefer children who tell white lies over harsh truths, according to a <laughs> Texas State University study. You're a bum. Um, <laughs> yeah, they don't want to hear that. Yeah. You're a bum. Yeah, yeah. That's what you are. Uh, You're research- a five-year-old bum. 
Researchers showed adults uh, videos of children being honest or lying in various situations and found adults preferred a kid who would tell a harmless lie over brutal honesty. What? Because they can be brutally yeah. honest. Yeah. Did you, no. on a complete side note, did you see the, the footage of that daycare center where kids who weren't following the instructions... The, 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 they put on horrific a, a ma- a Halloween masks and, and scared them. Scared the living hell I out of I saw the uh, headline for that, but yeah. I did not I yeah. mean, read kids the story. were bursting into tears. Babies, uh, and they, they had like a scream mask yeah, on yeah, and like yeah. scary stuff. Dude, I remember, so my dad, and, and this was pre-kindergarten, uh, we had at our house some kind of like... Um, uh, it was a mask. It was like a Neanderthal mask. Oh, like messed up, you uh, know, yeah. caveman, scary. Mickey Rourke. Evil, yeah, yeah. Mickey Rourke looking thing. And he put that thing on and did uh, <laughs> me like that. It terrified oh, my soul. <laughs> I was probably four, three, yeah. three years old, something like that. And I mean, and that mask was hung up somewhere in our garage, and I, like, couldn't even go in there. Wow. It I couldn't even go in the same you. room. Yeah. It terrified me. Yeah. It's probably why I still don't like haunted houses and things like that. Or uh-huh. Neanderthals. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. we're looking at, yeah, so it was a mask like this. We found uh, some Neanderthal masks. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, you can't do that. No. Man, that's a Scar the kids, kids for life. Where was this? That age. Was it in this area? Uh, I forget, Kathy. Do you remember where it was? Oh, I was about to say it was in my garage. Yeah. What do you think? <laughs> Um, you know what? I yeah, I believe it was in this area, but I, I'm not sure. I'll look it up real yeah, quick. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 horrifying footage. The poor kids are bursting into tears. Well, that's too bad. Yeah, they get into a little bit of trouble for that. Uh, yes, oh, yeah. They yeah, did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, we're watching uh, some of the footage here right oh, now. Mississippi. Uh, uh, okay. okay, so that's right. here. So uh, yeah. they put a mask in there, and they were doing this as punishment. Yes, because the kids weren't listening to. Uh, oh, yeah. They fired them. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Probably a good idea. Uh, speaking of which, I got a uh, I got an email uh, from a guy this morning, and he sent me video uh, of his house, and he has a laser projection show uh, on the outside of his oh, house. Wow, it's really cool for Halloween. Um, yeah, so okay. like it, he can make it look like, and, and it and it rotates through all these scenes, like the house is on fire or there's blood dripping from everything. I'm like the the entire outside of the home, he's he's projecting it on. Did he that. set it up or did he purchase it pre done? I, I emailed him and I wanted to find out. Um, yeah, you know, how, where'd you get this equipment? How'd you do this? Uh, and so I'll, I'll wait to uh, uh, for him to get back to me. But he's in he's in uh, Broomall, Marple Township. Oh, very nice. Right, well, that's that's my hood. And he said uh, he's doing this at his house uh, every Wednesday through Sunday night, seven thirty to ten thirty. Uh, and every Friday and Saturday night, we'll be giving out free gifts for the kids who come by. Aww. Uh, this that's fr- great. This Friday night will be free light-up finger light LEDs, and Saturday will be free candy. Okay. Uh, the following weekend is uh, undecided the, what we will have. I want to get out. fingered. No, you don't. <laughs> no, no, get, no, you don't. Get, get the free finger thing. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, yeah, you're yeah. calling it that. Okay. Uh, did he give me his address or anything? Uh, no. He just said, uh, the weekend before Halloween, we want to bring crowds to the backyard for free marshmallow roasting giveaways and blah, 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 and so on and so forth. So, anyhow, that's from uh, Brian Smith, who checked in uh, somewhere in Brumall. But that's pretty cool. Yeah, it looked I, like he spent a pretty penny on it. Some people have been doing yeah. some very competitive. I love to see people throw up some Halloween deck. Even even just a, a bare bones effort, no pun intended. Yeah. Um, will look fun. It's it, it just makes it more enjoyable. I wonder if it might lead to like the great Christmas light fight. They do them. Yeah. Do yeah, for, yeah, for Halloween yeah. stuff? Yeah they, yeah. they they don't do it on the level that I think ABC is the one that does it, but uh, there are um, 
other networks that do the Halloween decoration battle. Right. Okay. But this guy, there aren't many roads in Broomall. Just go to Broomall and just start driving around. You'll probably find, You'll find, it. find it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, also, there is a place uh, in Delco in Drexel Hill on Drexel Avenue. It's on the corner of Drexel and uh, Bloomfield Avenue. I actually drove past it the other day. Dude, they they do a whole crazy setup. They have a Hearst out there, like on their on their. It's um, did you say a Hearst? A Hearst? Hearst. Is it Hearst? Hearst. 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 Hearst was a uh, newspaper um, man. Yeah, newspaper. yeah. He yeah. might be out no, there. No, no, yeah. Patty Hearst is is she's there. Like hi, yeah. everybody. Uh, okay. Hey. <laughs> I was briefly with the Symbionese Liberation Army. So she's there greeting everybody next to a hearse. Uh, But they have a crazy setup at that that intersection. And then also uh, Merchantville in New Jersey is now Monsterville. I love that. Yeah, so you can just kind of go there and walk around and enjoy yourself. Halloween attractions. And my house is done up nicely. I'm in Mount Airy. Yeah. Yeah. All right, just drive around. You'll find. Uh, well, I was just kind of killing some time until yeah. Mr. Kind called us. Uh, but I he's, he's a busy man. He's receiving a major award. Probably. He is. Yeah. yeah, he's getting into the Hall of Fame. I believe he's still going to be able to call us in this break. So, um, all right, okay, good. Can yeah. we just keep talking and going yeah, yeah. through some uh, going through hey, some? You know, we could do a row, row, row your boat. No, that we're, not go on for quite no a we're not going to do that. <laughs> we're not going to do that. Hey, we're not Kathy, do that. yeah. Uh, you want to hear something that's going to piss you off? Oh no, what? You know what? High school boys, actually, girls too, are wearing to school these days. What? Pajama pants. That's what they wear to school. Uh, yeah, I, the, like the fleece ones? Yeah. Like the real big... <laughs> She's like... So I saw the um, <laughs> the swim team at our uh, swim club. They were... I guess it's a, that's a swim team thing, and all the girls wear them. So I saw them wear... It was, you know, 100 degrees out, and they had these big fleece pajama pants on, but it was a, a swim team thing. I didn't realize it was is, going that, to school. Is that not against the dress code? Yeah, no, I'm no, a, I'm, a, I'm school, not okay with public that. School? Yeah. Well, uh, well, public her school, dress code. sure. Yeah. Pub, no, public school. I, yeah, I'm sure they can wear them, right? I don't right. think there's. It's not revealing in any way. I mean, can you if wear I big was, sleeping caps with the ball on the end of it? If I was principal, I'd say go home and take your pajamas <laughs> off. But <laughs> but Kath, I noticed it at my gym because after like at a certain point, Haverford High School lets out, and and a lot of those guys will come down. And I said something to my wife, and I'm like, these guys are all wearing. Pajama pants to the gym. She yes, goes, oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> and she said, dude, that's what they wear to school because she drops the kids off at uh, the oh. bus at Marple. Nah. And she's like, they're all going into school wearing pajama. Uh, yeah, pajama oh, pants. I would love that. I know. You, oh. know you know what else I noticed, too? And I don't know if it's uh, past this trend, but the snowboarders at, uh, like, at least locally at the slopes um, were wearing, uh, like, footy pajama zip-ups. Like, that was their... Uh, outerwear. Were they for, wearing that over? Yeah, like uh, whatever their ski pants or whatever. Correct, like okay. whatever they would wear to snowboard. Okay. Um, cool. They would wear the zip ups. Yeah, they would have like all kinds of characters, and they would wear full on zip ups. Interesting. Well, I would love uh, pajama pants to be standard. For, for the corporate world. Uh, right? Oh, my God. We, we honestly get best. away with murder, though. <laughs> yeah. The, uh, oh, yeah. What we... But how did the <laughs> trend stupid. start? Like, you know... I think, the, Case, I... And listen, this is just... It was at just, one of the presidential inaugurations. I could be wrong, but I that's what I was saying. I think it started from that... From that? From the swim... No, from the swim teams. Oh, okay. Because those kids have been wearing those pants. Like, that's the thing. After you... I guess you're chilly. After you swim, you get out, you put those, like, big, thick PJ pants what on. What about the... the uh, Slippers that everybody started wearing as like regular just footwear. There, do you know what I mean? Yeah, like the, the slide. It's, like, it's like being at the red carpet at yeah. uh, <laughs> Pensbury. 
Yeah, right. Yeah, and they're doing they're the fashion ha- report. I didn't even get invited to the red carpet. I don't know if there is a red uh, carpet. I, I think Steve just made that up. I mean, you are the national news correspondent here. Don't you think somebody should have let you know? Huh. Right. Uh, well, I believe uh, Marissa's chit chatting with uh, with the inductee and is going to put him on hold because we're going to talk to him. So yeah, I, I mentioned this earlier. I saw the story this morning that the uh, Pensbury uh, school is uh, high school is inducting their inaugural run of the. Uh, Hall of Fame. Well-deserved. And, uh, yeah, there's some cool names in there, and we saw Richard's name, and uh, Nick reached out to him, and so we're going to have him on. But let me play a clip from Inside Out as uh, Bing Bong. Uh, you got to hear this. And remember your rockets. Of course. It runs on song power. That's right. Your theme song. Who's your friend who likes to play? Bing Bong, Bing Bong. His rocket makes you yell, hooray. Bing Bong, Bing Bong. What exactly are you supposed to be? You know what's unclear? I'm mostly cotton candy, but shape-wise, I'm part cat, part elephant, part dolphin. Dolphin? <laughs> part dolphin and part Hall of Famer. Please welcome Richard Kahn to the show. Richard, good morning. Part Hall of Famer. Well, in a couple of hours. Oh, yes, yes not yeah, yet. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> about to become Hall of Famer. Uh Way. I'm sure we've had this conversation before, Richard, but where did you grow up in Bucks County? I was from Yardley. Yardley. Oh, okay. I, I was born in Trenton. I was born in Trenton. We moved to Yardley, and my dad had a store in Princeton, New Jersey. Oh, okay. 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 Yeah. And you graduated Pensbury in 74? Stop, stop it. <laughs> <laughs> right. hey, Richard, were the proms uh, a big deal when you were there? I've got to tell you. I've read Wonderland. I I actually know the author very well. They were not as depicted in the book. Okay. However, you know who played at my prom? Oh, no. Wait till you hear this. Oh, no. B.B. King and Rodney Dangerfield. What? B.B. King? That's insane. That's unbelievable. Yes. That would be a bill you'd pay... You'd pay big money to see it. That's the high school entertainment? That was our high... Look, I guess at the time, at 74, Rodney Dangerfield was doing what he was doing. Maybe he wasn't... Maybe he hadn't hit his fame yet, you know, the great fame. And uh, Chuck Berry may have been down on his luck, or you never know where... where... Look, I know what it's like. (laughs) The things you have to take... And the crap you have to eat. <laughs> you know, you <laughs> so did Rodney that, do... That year, that year it was Pensbury High School. That's the crap you had to eat. That's do. the crap was Pensbury. So, so did did Rodney do a, a stand-up routine for your class? No, he taught ballet. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> so Preston, for, forever, uh, Pensbury proms have been, I mean, there's the yeah. whole dance aspect of it, but um, there's like, oh, they had a whole other room, the auditorium, because it was held at the school, at least when I went there, it, you know, and and now it's held at the school. So in the auditorium is all different kinds of entertainment. We had a hypnotist come out. Oh, my so, God. Yeah, so I... A, I'm assuming Rodney yeah. was was probably in the auditorium doing a show. But that's a great story. I, I, that's exactly right. Now, do I remember seeing him? <laughs> he wasn't Rodney Dangerfield at the time. Right. I probably did see him, 
all I remember is everything being blue because it really was, I, I think the theme was by the sea or something like that. By the sea Wait, is that's... a classic theme. Yeah. And that was, that was my theme. The theme. And I think it's the theme from, in, in, I think it's Back to the Future, but I'm not sure. Enchantment Under the Sea. Yes, yeah, yeah, Enchantment Under the Sea. Yeah. Yeah. Under hey, the Sea, something like that. Richard, yeah. were you involved in the drama department at Pensbury? I actually, I was in forensics in the drama department. Which, you know, we did a play or two a year. We always did a musical. And, uh, yeah, and I always did. But I was not supposed to be an actor. I was supposed to be a lawyer and take over my dad's store, which is a jewelry store. And uh, my his best friend, you know, one afternoon we're all watching football. And he said, uh, you know, go try acting uh, before you go to law school. Try it out. Because you'll kick yourself when you're 40. You'll resent your wife. You'll resent your children. <laughs> so, you know, and he was right. And one year turns into two and to Hall of Fame. Well, that's that's wow. that's sage advice also. And, and, and you don't have any regrets. Now, you went with, uh, looking at the information here, fellow actor Robert Curtis Brown. Is that correct? I did. He was only Rob Brown at the time. And and one of the teachers told me a lovely man he, and, I, and I, he, I've seen him at various events by the way I'm going I truly I'm going into the tunnel now <laughs> All right, okay we I, might I, lose we've it. got a song ready yeah, yeah okay uh, but he said you know you don't have the looks that Hollywood wants like Rob does so you know try it but uh, you know the chances are it's, it's a tough business and uh, I, I was lucky and Rob Rob is a great actor. He was, you know, uh, he was Tony in West Side Story. Right. He was, uh, I think he was King Arthur to, uh, oh, uh, um, Audrey Heffernan. Now, Audrey Heffernan is uh, an actress and a wonderful actress now, too. Still an actress. But her husband is Danny Meyer. Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah, okay, we're back, losing. You we're, know, are you losing me? We're starting to lose you a little bit, but keep going. I think we're good. Okay, all right. I haven't crossed that line that I used to get excited about in said New Jersey. Okay. Uh, so, uh, so, so we got Audrey, and and then there's you know quite a few more that really have gained fame. One of them, who's the one on, on Grey's Anatomy? Isn't she on Grey's Anatomy? What the, what the best so, so, so Preston, you have the list. You have the list right there. Can you read it for her? I, I don't have it any longer. Oh, okay. Yeah, there were there were there yeah. were from some some notables. We did not see someone from Grey's Anatomy, but um, okay. yeah, uh, who's being inducted? It's, it's it's five people. Is that the case? Is it five now? Let me tell you what I turned down today <laughs> because they they asked me about eight months ago to, if I would do this. I said, well, of course, I'm honored, and I really I'm so honored. Yeah. And last Thursday, I was asked to be in a TV show. With Edie Falco, Pete Davidson, and Joe Pesci. Oh, and yes. you're turning that down. And, 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 I, and I'm doing the show East New York already, so this would have been—I you know, would have had to get off. But I was going to guest on that show, and I turned them down because I had promised these people that I would be there. Oh, is that and, the the Bupkis show? It's, it's very nice. It's very yes. It's called Bupkis. Yeah, and it'll be great. And I can't believe I turned it down. <laughs> <laughs> let me let me uh, promote something that you're in that we all want to watch because we've been re- we reported on Preston was reporting on this story over the years that miniseries The Watcher mm. based yes. that bizarre ongoing I, story. Yeah, I saw The Watcher. I saw the first episode at the premiere last night. 
It's great. It's eerie. It's scary. It's actually a little funny because you're sort of, you know, the tension is so great you sort of want to laugh. And uh, it's it's just terrific. Well, you know, the thing really is, terrific. you you hear something like that and you think, okay, well, that's come out of the mind of, a, of some Hollywood writer. But it is based on a true story. And as the true story started to go along, it became even more insane. So, uh, yeah, we're definitely looking forward to this. Yeah, it's very good. And again, please, because I, I love my show. It's on Sunday nights on CBS. And it's a cop show. And I get to be dramatic and be a cop. And it's terrific. It's called East New York, and Jimmy Smith is in it. It's, it's just wonderful. Oh, East New York. Oh, Very that's excellent. East New York. And we're the highest-rated new show of the season. Excellent. Uh, yeah, it's just a great, great, it's NYPD blue for today. And is it, Jimmy Smith is in that, correct? Yeah, excellent. I know I just mentioned his name. Yeah, yes. okay. okay. Yeah. Richard, I, I always yeah. like uh, talking to people that have been on, and especially when they have recurring roles uh, on Curb Your Enthusiasm. You, you play Cousin Andy uh, on Curb several times. Um, what What is yeah. that experience like? Is it just riffing? I mean, did they, did they hand you any script, or you just kind of come in and, and kind of do what Larry wants to do per episode? You know, you're, you're, you're glossing over a, a very unusual process. He writes a very detailed scenario, almost like a short story. It's about 18 pages in length, 12 to 18 pages. So you know exactly what's going on in the scene. And when you know where you are and who you are and what the problem is, you then make up the words or improvise the words that you might say in that scene. And if it's funny, if you say funny things, that's good. The scene is funny. And it all adds up to even funnier, and that's what it is. But it's not called ad lib hmm. because ad lib is just a you know a set script where you put in a line that you know just one line. This is all improvised, and uh, you don't riff because that's like just going, "Well, what do we do?" What are you <laughs> right. Sometimes we do riff, uh, and it's uh, if you're lucky, you get a good product at the end, and if you're unlucky, they cut together a good product. No. Yeah. So, so we need to ask you as well about Inside Out 2. We uh, assume Bing Bong is returning. What's the status of your... Um, uh... Let me put it this way. We are two very different people. I assume that Bing Bong is not returning. Really? Good, yes, I'm good friends with Pete Docter. And he might... I, I'm shocked to hear... I can't believe I'm saying this out loud because I haven't said this to anybody. But... He hasn't called me to say I'm in it. I mean, he called me to say I'm not in it. So, okay. well, so we're doing the research on taking a look at a few things. Uh, I see this this phrase pop up constantly. Fan favorite Bing Bong. Oh yeah, it'd be crazy to not include that character. Well, you know, I'm, uh, Angela Lansbury is everybody's favorite, but she's dead. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's a very good yeah. point. Uh, that's a very good point. It is a good excuse. <laughs> Spoiler! Uh, for, those, for those who haven't seen Inside Out or the newspaper. Okay. Right. Yeah. It's a great character. It's one of my, the, one of the shining moments of my life was the pride that I had to be in that movie. Uh, it was, because I think it's such a great movie. It was a great part. My my demise is spectacular. Oh, it is. I mean, I'm I'm, I'm Christ. You, know? <laughs> you are the, you are the Christ figure of Inside Out. Uh, yeah. 
I, I would see a hard time, as much as I absolutely love that character, I would ha- see a hard time at, uh, coming back into the next one. But you never know. It's, you know, it's, it's, it's Hollywood. Yeah, absolutely. Make it, they can make it happen. You can do an origin story. You never know. Yeah. <laughs> you never, never know. Hey, so uh, the event today, uh, Richard, what time are you uh, scheduled to have the um, uh, this ceremony take place? I think, I'm, I think I'm having breakfast with the superintendent. See, all these things, when you're a child, to meet the superintendent, <laughs> to be to, to go into the vice principal's office. These are scary things. Yeah. And yeah. I'm an adult, yeah. and I'm scared. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. You never lose it. I'm sure. I'm sure the same, it's the same sort of zeal of seeing the teacher's lounge. Like, what's that like? Oh. Well, did you see the teacher's lounge when you were a kid? No. No, so I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying. You can take you can take advantage of your now uh, um, inductee status and demand to see I'm gonna, it. I'm going to use the teacher's bathroom. Absolutely. Do you remember? I'm sure that there will be one, two, or three teachers who might come back. But when you consider my age, and they were... 10 to 15 to 20 years older than me at the time. Right. That's, uh, you know, a lot of them were teachers because they escaped the war. Yeah. Well, they, they, well, yeah, they go. So, listen, yeah. the, the odds are, you, the fact that you're going to be back there where you went to high school and had all, all of these formative years is something pretty amazing. So, um, you know. Great. Yeah, and and just relish it. And if you can, put in a good word for Kathy Romano here on the show <laughs> because she is a graduate <laughs> as well. I was, yeah. And was Miss Hollahan there at the time? Oh, she had been dead for thirty years. (laughs) No, no, I don't. I don't remember her. Okay, she was terrifying. Oh my god! She was six feet tall. She had eyebrows that were put on by thick magic markers. (laughs) No, I don't. She was. She, you, I worked as hard in that class as I did in any college class, and she knew. How formidable she was! She would wear these caftans and these scarves like she was a hawk. <laughs> and she would wear high heel shoes. She was easily six four with the heels and everything. Wow, and that's, that's nightmarish. Yeah, it was nightmarish, and it was the best class I ever had. Oh, uh, there you go. See, wow. So it, you, 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 a lot of my teachers, uh, Mr. Kelly, Mr. Kelly, I had Mr. Mr. Kelly. Kat- Mr. Kelly was one of my dear friends. Oh. Yeah. I, I, I loved him. Oh, yeah, that's I, great. I, I, I really, a lot of people had lousy times in high school. It's famous for having lousy times, you know, wherever you go. Not me. I had a great time. So th- that's Same. for you. Yeah. Same. I, was too, I was too stupid to have a bad time. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Me exactly. I, I, listen, this is not false praise. I'm going to say, looking at the, at the list of luminaries, um, I, I would have to say... And not that you would look for this, but you're at the top of the of this list. I think you're you're the the most productive with the most um, accomplished then I, career. Then I, hope I get a, then I should get a special award. <laughs> <laughs> I think so. Yeah. yeah. I do not. I do not think that I am the most uh, luminous, right? Because I am sure that there are others who are exceed and excel in their field much more than I excel in my field. I'm just in front of millions of people yeah. doing what I do. I am sure there are much, much, much better people Richard, who do what they do. When, when was the last time you were back in that building? Uh, it hasn't been that long ago. Okay. I'd say 
Uh, yeah, I, I, I mean, a, a few years, certainly before COVID. Okay. Four or five years, maybe. Okay. Uh, you, you, all right, yeah. I, it's, I've, I've, the last time I was in high school was when I was in high school. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that was it, yeah. For, for, for tomato pies. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, all right. Did they serve pretty good food? De, have you ever been to De Lorenzo's? De Lorenzo's? Kathy? Uh, Kathy? Oh, yeah, 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 sure, of course. Oh, oh Richard? lost him. Oh, oh, he's there. We, hey, hey, you're back. We lost it for just a second. Yeah, I, Kathy's definitely blame, been to De Laurentiis. I blame Newark for that. <laughs> <laughs> we, can blame, we can blame a lot on Newark. <laughs> Say that again, I'm sorry? De Laurentiis, tomato pies. They're yes. Fairly, uh, yeah, Yardley and also in Robbinsville. And if that doesn't get me a free pizza, I don't know. <laughs> well, uh, they definitely heard of, heard it this morning, so head on over there and pick up your complimentary pie. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah. But every, every Friday after Thanksgiving, I meet my two or three best friends from Pensbury and their families for the oh. past 20 years, and we go there for lunch. Oh, nice. That's, I wish I did something like that. Can I be part of this group? The, I know. It's one of the great traditions of my life. Yeah. Everybody's kids grow up. That's it's astounding. It's Wonderful. very important to Excellent. have those things. That's really what that that's the spice of life, those relationships and, really chips and those yeah. bonds that you forge. It's amazing. Yep. Well it is. we just wanted to uh to get you on and say congratulations and uh very happy that uh that you're receiving this honor and uh and just you know, thanks for checking in and, and, and talking to well, us for I a little wanna, bit. I wanna thank you. Well, we're doing it for public safety. Well, that's so, that, one yeah. of the big benefits of the Lincoln Tunnel is that even if you fall asleep, the tunnel guides you out the other end. <laughs> that's right. it's, it's a yeah. great shot. Right. <laughs> uh, thank you, Richard. Congratulations, and we appreciate you. Thank you, Richard. Kind. Yeah. Yeah. Take care. He is now in the Hall of Fame. He's hilarious. High school. He's awesome. That's great. Uh, that is too funny, and I'm glad you asked him about the uh, the curb your enthusiasm about uh, you know because there are a lot of, of shows that or, or you know movies that that have an improv quality to them, but you know there's got to be a fair amount of structure. I've never heard it put quite that way that they did a lot. Yeah, that that Larry did a whole lot of structure. It's just the dialogue was left up to you. Yeah, yeah. The description of the scene I've actually seen. Um, I forget where I saw it. Um, you know, maybe one of the the trade uh, journals, but. Um, they showed a the, the scene. It is structured, as you say, Preston, and then they're providing the dialogue. Uh, even even cues as to um, uh, whatever the guest star is reacts negatively, right? And that's what you're getting, right? You know. Uh, well, uh, I, I think we're going to give five points to Bucks Go for that. Oh! Oh! I think Bucks County definitely deserves a little love because uh, that's a pretty cool little five points in the cap. To uh, Pensbury <laughs> High School in uh, Bucks. Oh County my God! So what? It's tied. Is it tied now? Th- those five How points have propelled Bucks go into a tie with Delco. <laughs> uh, that's that score's wrong. Delco has 105 points. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's, your score's that's wrong. That's an outdated. Yeah. Uh, incorrect. Outdated score. The website needs to be updated. It's uh, 95 bucks go uh, Delco 105. Okay. So now a helicopter needs to crash later. Yeah. Yeah. And people get saved, yeah. especially yeah. kids. And then we're going to have, uh, then you're going right. to take. Right. Uh, we need to have a pilot that's not from that county and get points. <laughs> yeah, kind of <laughs> like how you and Richard are both not from Bucks <laughs> County. You're both, you're from New York. He's from New Jersey. Neither of you live there anymore. Uh, you know. Yeah. Mm, he's, uh, these I'm are all salient points. They are. <laughs> 
Yeah. All right. Well, we have about ten more seconds and your opportunity to win a thousand dollars. I want to wait till it is officially eight o'clock, and uh, we ended up dragging that out a little bit because Richard was so great to talk to. That's so, so cool. All right, we now are able to do this. Here we go. Listen up. Here's your keyword. All right, the word is contest, which is exactly what this is. C-O-N-T-E-S-T, contest. And you have until 15 minutes after the hour to enter it. There are three ways to do it. You can uh, text with the special contest short code number we have, which is 45911. Or you can enter it via the MMR app or at WMMR.com. One random entry wins $1,000 in our company-wide contest. Each winner will get a call from Beasley, so make sure that you answer your phone. Contest rules available at WMMR.com, and it is sponsored by Horizon Services. So the word again is contest. Enter that right now. Am I giving this away? Yeah. While you put this here? All right. While you're doing that, it should take you only a second to enter that, but I have tickets to the Philly Burger Brawl. Oh, Oh my God. Call number 18. You'll be able to go to the event Sunday, October 23rd, Xfinity Live. Enjoy unlimited samples of burgers from over 60 of the area's leading restaurants and chefs and live music and activities all day. Tickets are on sale now. You can go to WMMR.com. Use the keyword burger. Proceeds benefit. Both Philly Parks and Rec at Risk Teen Initiative and the School District of Philadelphia's after school programming. Uh, and today we're getting uh, burgers from uh, Loco Pez. Ooh. Uh, they're in Fishtown, Graduate Hospital, and West Philly. And so we'll get some burgers in here and tell, about, tell you about them in a little bit. We're going to take a break and we'll be right back. Stay with us. Get social with Preston and Steve and WMMR. Find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok, and probably other places. Hey, you've heard us talking about Krista. She's beautiful, classy, and brilliant, and she's so easy. Krista is Stephen's most loved engagement ring. Picture her, a bright white, high-quality, round, brilliant-cut diamond expertly set into a classic solitaire Tiffany-style setting. Krista will guarantee you a yes. Go to IHateStevenSinger.com and click on Krista to check her out. Visit Stephen's showroom at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly. You buy real diamonds from a real jeweler that you can trust. It's IHateStevenSinger.com. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Now, WMMR presents Preston and Steve's Bizarre Files. All right, again, sorry for the late uh, edition, (laughs) but I do have some stories I want to share with you. Uh, A doorbell camera caught a grisly encounter between an Evanston, Evanston, Wyoming couple and their three dogs and a startled mule deer buck. Yeah. Uh, The footage starts with Wanda Kaner. She steps outside on her way to her car, uh, waking the buck up from a nap in the shade on their driveway. At first, it just stands there staring at her. And uh, then her dog, it's a small dog, ran at the buck, which lowered its antlers and charged. Uh, the buck cornered the dog up against front right tire of the uh, uh, their Toyota. And when Wanda saw the deer attacking their dog, she ran to the buck, screaming and swinging a bag. The buck turns its attention to her, charging with its head down, driving her to the ground just Jeez. below the camera. She grasps on the antlers and uh, with one hand trying to hold the deer at bay. But the buck disapp- appeared to be stronger, obviously. And at this point, her husband, Daniel, runs outside. He grabs the deer's antlers and tries to steer it away from Wanda, receiving puncture wounds on his waist. Uh, Wanda escapes the house, 
Daniel corrals the dogs behind a parked car. He calls for Wanda to unlock the car so he can get the dogs to safety. Uh, Wanda ended up having seven puncture wounds oh. and uh, damage uh, to, uh, damaged a vertebrae as she fell to the ground. She's currently being hospitalized. They expect she's going to require a few weeks at a rehab facility. Oh my! God. So deer, deer are powerful animals. You don't realize it, but they are, they outweigh you, and they can they can definitely do some damage. Yeah, though this one appears a little smaller. They're still very strong, and those things are sharp. Yeah. Uh, the Wyoming Game and Fish uh, Department had since euthanized the buck to avoid further encounters. So, and they euthanized the couple as well. Oh, they killed yeah. them. They just didn't uh, want anybody I blabbing. Can... Yeah. Yep. <laughs> it's a t- shocking, yeah. dra- a terrible story. We need to all the make this around. go away. Yeah. <laughs> uh, a man was arrested after police say he beat up another golfer at the Hill Air Force Base golf course because uh, the other player was playing too slowly. Okay. Have you ever done that? Uh, sure. You know, from you time gotta, to time. You got to kick ass now and then. Uh, David Robles, 61 years old, was booked on charges related to aggravated assault and disorderly conduct. Uh, the victim accused Robles of repeatedly hitting him near the head, neck, and shoulder uh, related to taking too much time on the golf course and golf balls. Uh, he claimed that Robles kicked him in the face and Ooh, throat while he was Jesus. on the ground. Yeah. Uh, when police arrived, they say the alleged victim was found with a cut on his face. Uh, in the face! In the face! Next to his right eye and the right side of his face was swollen. Robles was identified as the alleged attacker through video provided by uh, to police officers. Uh, the video shows Robles shouting at the victim as he pulled up in a golf cart. The video then showed Robles exit the golf cart, go up to the man, and shove him. The victim attempted to make space using a putter as a standoff tool. Oh, man. You got uh, weapons right in your bag there. Uh, police said Robles is then seen grabbing the victim. They both fell face down on the ground, and the victim put his arm over his head. Robles is seen in the video hitting him in the face five or, ten, five or six times. Oof. As Robles was pulled off the victim, he was seen kicking the man in the face and neck with his foot. All right, you have a slow golfer in front of you. What iron do you go with to ha. beat his ass? Uh, usually, you know, like a wedge or something <laughs> like that. It's you got go more weight to it. Yeah, I probably... It's got more weight to it. Yeah, I see. I would go with a driver. It's you have a driver. Okay. I feel like a driver would do less damage. Right. You know. Oh, see, I was thinking do more damage. Yeah. Oh, you're going more. Oh, you yeah, want to get yeah, this, oh, this no, I just, to pick up yeah. his game. Uh, anyhow, because of the victim's age and the tumultuous intent uh, and the given location of the injury, a group nearby stopped their game of play to intervene and help uh, get him out of there. Uh, Robles was booked into the county jail. Couldn't he call him like a mulligan? Is that what they call it? Yeah, he could have had a mulligan, yeah. All right, and then we'll do one more story. Sorry to keep this short, but uh, we're running late. So uh, a man lost his finger Thursday while attempting to break into a home around 7 a.m., <laughs> Officers responded to a home where the homeowner said a man approached him in the driveway. The owner told police that he left his car in his driveway and was walking to his door when he was approached by the same man who tried to force his way into his home. Oof. After a struggle, police said the owner slammed the door on the man. And according to police, a bullet from the attempted burglar's weapon grazed the homeowner's uh, in the chest during the fight, but he did not re- require medical attention. Investigators at the scene found a glove with a severed finger inside. Wow. Believed to belong to the suspect. There's uh, your fingerprint. Uh, they used the evidence. They used that. Yeah. They did. Right? To, to arrest Vernon Forrest Wilson. And there was also a semen sample. Uh, well, how did that get there? <laughs> uh, Wilson was charged with uh, first-degree burglary, assault, and a deadly weapon with intent to kill. But he lost his finger. That's and crazy. And got the print yeah. from it, and that is how they tracked him down. All right, and there you go. That's what I have in the bizarre file for you. All right, uh, we have a couple of guests we welcome here every single year, and we're excited to do it because it is a return of the Philly AIDS Walk. 
And it's going to be Sunday, and uh, the weather's looking great. Uh, Home run. Always a wonderful thing. Please welcome our friends, Carrie Fowler-Bender and Rob Riker to the program. We love being back in the studio with (laughs) y'all. Nice to see you guys in person again. In person. It's great. Yeah, absolutely. The full affair this time, right? For sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And what number? We always ask this the, every year. Was it 30 last year? It's 36. 36. It's amazing. It's amazing. My mind. Such a great event. And Kathy Pierre... would be born for another 11 years. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Pierre Robert has hosted every single one of those. 36. Every yeah. single one wow. of those. That's pretty yeah. amazing. Yeah. Yeah. 36 years ago, do you think this, did you think this event would still be, uh, well, needed? You know what I mean? In the first place. Um. You know, I was young and naive back then, mm-hmm. um, and I really thought that we would find a, you know, vaccine, a cure, and we'd end this pretty quickly. Right. Um, but, you know, here we are 36 years later. Things have changed. Uh, certainly, there's a lot, been a lot of improvements. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, absolutely. Um, but the need continues. Um, there's 18,000 people living in the, uh, Philadelphia with HIV. Um, it's largely now become a disease of the poor. So our mission is to support people when a financial crisis could become a, a health crisis. Mm-hmm. So it's it's these sort of tangential issues that are the main focus. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, obviously homelessness affects mm-hmm. the situation. You can't get better. And, you know, there, there are ways now, thankfully, to mitigate. And that's right. terrific. But there are, there are other things that are of concern and everything sort of feeds into each other. And so and we say it every every, every time you guys come in. Yes, it's a serious thing, but the event itself is really wonderful and ebullient, and 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 it, there's it, it's there's a very positive vibe to it. Absolutely, um, you know, we do start the day um, on a serious note with the twenty five blocks of the AIDS Memorial Quilt and reading of names of those we lost because we always want to remember and honor those we've lost to the epidemic. Right, but. Uh, we also want to celebrate the advances that we've made. We want to have a good time while we're raising funds for a very serious issue. I mean, what I love about the walk is that it is a time to have a conversation, right? Mm-hmm. You can have a quiet moment while you're looking at the AIDS Memorial Quilt, which is beautiful and speaks to Philadelphia area families who've been affected by HIV and AIDS. And But take a walk on a beautiful fall day. We know Casey has some history with uh, yeah. with the AIDS walk, right? And uh, have a conversation with a family member, with a loved one, with a partner about staying safe and you know, that's a different meaning today, but it, going back and it's still important to practice safe stacks and practice safe drug use and all these things to be protected. But the most important thing now, we're trying to, you know, set to share messages about what you can do to prevent HIV. Mm-hmm. And one of the single most important things is PrEP and the advances in PrEP that Rob can talk about. Right. Yeah, PrEP is, um, you know, it's been around for now 10 years, mm-hmm. um, but a lot of people still don't know about it. Um, we're still struggling to get access for people who need it. Um, it's really for people who are at, maybe at high risk for HIV. They can take one pill a day and virtually eliminate their chances. You of see the commercials the yeah. all the time. Uh, yeah. The commercials now, run. Yes. F- and now, it, now you can get an injectable form huh. yes. and, and only have to get it every 60 or 30 days. That's you don't have wild. to take a daily pill. Mm. If you're at high right. risk, get on PrEP. What what kind of uh, uh, you need insurance to get that? Or, I mean, right. uh, what? How difficult um, can it be? You know, there was just a uh, kind of um, public health guidance that insurance companies should provide PrEP. Many do. Um, But there was a guidance from the federal government that, you know, insurance companies should be providing PrEP. Mm -hmm. Um, 
Uh, there's been some court challenges, so we'll see where that goes. But, um, you know, there are programs for people who are, you know, at risk and appropriate for PrEP. So, right. you know, we should not let um, cost be a barrier. And mm-hmm. we can help people to get access if they need it. Okay. Yeah, some of our partner agencies, Action Wellness, Prevention Point, there's some great agencies in the, our city, nonprofits, where you can go and get free care and free case management and learn about whether or not the PrEP is right for you or, right. or other sorts of uh, health care, behavioral health care, mental health care, you know, social services. All of those services are available with great partner agencies that we work with. Can uh, uh, AIDSWalkPhilly.org be a place where you can go to and, and get directed to information like that you might need? Yes, AIDSWalkPhilly.org um, is, has all the information about the walk, but also, um, you know, the AIDS hotline number where you can get connected to services and, um, you know, what we do and, and what's happening out there in the community. Well, it's, it's a great time. So uh, with the walk, so I said Sunday's going to be beautiful. So this uh, this goes down uh, the river. Uh, yeah. you'll, you'll be able to walk through it because the, the colors are changing. Mm. This is a gorgeous time to be outside, right? The birds are chirping, Preston. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's beautiful. Paradise. Uh, walk along. Um, <laughs> Kelly along Drive. drive. This, yeah. Kelly Drive. So it's not Martin river. Luther King Drive? This uh, year because of the construction on. Uh, okay. Yeah. okay. We're doing right. Kelly Drive this year. All right. A little different twist. Yeah. yeah. Um, you can bring our, your fishing pole. Uh, our walkers <laughs> will be able to see a regatta on Saturday, Sunday morning. Oh, cool. Yeah. That's nice. happening, uh, Very cool. That's happening at the same time as the walk. So it's, there's a lot going on, and you should come out and enjoy the beautiful weather. It'll be like the opening of a rom-com. Right. In the, it really will. <laughs> it really will. In fact, you know what? Shoot your own show oh, yeah, while you're absolutely. there. You got your phone. You can do it. Yeah, there you go. Use this music. And you'll it was have a- another beautiful day in Philadelphia. Yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, tickets are available, or, or sign up and registration. You can you can do it. I, I would imagine you prefer people do it in advance, but you can also sign up that morning if you want to. We welcome people at any time. Okay, so. excellent. Uh, AIDSWalkPhilly.org. It's the 36th one. Unbelievable. Uh, and the weather, it's always a bonus when the weather cooperates. And, and Rob and Carrie and everybody involved just does such noble work and has carried this on for such a long time. But uh, the need is still there. So that's obviously why every year you guys come on and put the word out. So we're happy to help out. Well, thank you so much. Thank you. Our pleasure. Good luck Thanks. with everything. Yay! Yay! All right, Carrie and Rob and the gang, make sure you come and join them. It is on Sunday, AIDSWalkPhilly.org. We're going to take a break, and we'll be back in just a second. Make sure you stay with us. Million miles away. Who serves up the best burger in Philly? Taste for yourself. Philly Burger Brawl is back. Round one, fight. So get off your buns and come sample the region's meat you can't beat. From traditional to gourmet to, whoa, what's on that? Come stuff your grill with unlimited burger bites. Sunday, October 23rd. Outdoors at Xfinity Live with cold beer and live music. Benefiting Philly Parks and Rec's at-risk teen initiative. And Philly School District's after-school programming. Ticket info's up at WMMR.com. Don't miss Philly Burger Brawl 2022 at Xfinity Live. I do love the taste of a good burger. Mm. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks to your taste buds. I could get used to this postseason feeling. Yeah. It is cool. And regular visits from our good friend, John Brazier, hey. who is here with us this morning. I love visiting you guys. That means we're still alive. Yeah. That's right. Yes. That's oh, right. yes. I told you last time I came in here. Hopefully, I'll see you next week. And here I am. 
And I'll say it right now. Hopefully, I'll see you next week. Yeah, uh, right. Because, uh, and I tell you what, last night was bad. Obviously, we had uh, three hits. Not good. Uh, but if you had told me before the series started in a best of five series that we would take one of two in Atlanta, we can come home and actually clinch at home, I would take that like there's no one's business. Listen, yeah. you're getting one win in Atlanta. It's uh, great. That's huge. Yeah. Uh, you huge. know, I mean, and we have our ace, you know, one of our aces, Zach Wheeler, obviously last night, Aaron Nola going tomorrow. And I got to tell you, the fans. Obviously, it's a sold out, sellout. We haven't had a playoff game since 2011. Fans are completely, I mean, you've seen the city. People w- wearing Phillies red oh, all yeah, over the place. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we had a rally bus on uh, last week. I was on that. Pe- fans going nuts. So I can't even imagine what this weekend's going to be like Friday and Saturday. And then, obviously, you got the Flyers, you know, at home <laughs> opener. You've got the Eagles playing Dallas Cowboys Sunday night. It's uh, crazy. The Union Rider in first place. Yeah, it's yeah. a great time to be in Philadelphia. Kath, um, uh, Kathy just got uh, brought into the Hall of Fame at her high school. No, no, no she, she did. Is she did. that right? No. No, no. 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 no John. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we got to do something about that. <laughs> right? Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go tomorrow. I'm very excited. I haven't been to a playoff game in Philadelphia since uh, 2010. Uh, it was uh, the NLCS against the Giants, which did not end well. Um, I'm getting there early tomorrow, John, because I'm expecting... 45,000 people in the stadium, and a lot of people just going to come down and tailgate, I think, just to be in the atmosphere, because it's going to be a gorgeous day. Well, you're right. Plus, we have a block party, so when you get down there, get down there early. One thirty, Games at 437, 1.30, we're opening this block party on CB Way. We did it you know, last time we were in the playoffs. That's awesome. Uh, and it's awesome. We got a Bud Bar there. You got merchandise. We're going to have a tent with merchandise. We have a Ferris wheel. We have a band called Snack Time. Do you know Snack Time? Oh yeah. A brass yeah. band. They're playing. Uh, we're going to have some celebrities out there, ball girls. I mean, it's going to be a really fun atmosphere out there. Ball girls? <laughs> ball girls. We used to have the ball girls on all the time. Yeah. 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 Uh, no, that's great. And this is this is when you want to take it in. You want to get every second of this yeah. right now. I mean, you know, as they say in sports, God willing, you know, yes. or like uh, mm-hmm. in Bull Durham. Uh, it'll keep going, but get every bit of it you can right well, now. Well, the fact that we got to this, we were just talking before we, we came on, this is all, you know, it's it's icing. It's it's To be here is alone is great. And then you also the perception is, okay, they remembered how to do it. Yep. So no matter how this goes, l- let's keep this going year to year. Yeah, you know? and, the, and the pressure's on the Braves. I yeah. mean, we, we're coming home, right? And they're the favorite, as, as you said, Steve. Uh, so there's... There's obviously pressure on both teams, but I think more pressure is on the Braves. I think you're right. They're coming into it. And again, we haven't haven't had a home – well, we haven't had a home game since when? (laughs) Middle September? It's been Uh, almost a month since they've been on the road. So the fans are just craving to get into the ballpark, but just the fact that we haven't been in the playoffs. So I am so excited. It's going to be nuts. And let me just tell you, throwing out the first pitch tomorrow – if you remember one of the greatest at-bats in 2008, the magical season – Brett Myers uh, had the, you know, I think it was like 11 pitch at bat. He walks, and now it's bases loaded. CC Sabathia, one of the best pitchers in the game from Milwaukee Brewers. And who comes up to bat, Nick? Shane Victorino. Shane Victorino, <laughs> and Shane Victorino hits a grand slam. And you know what Shane Victorino is doing? He's throwing it the first pitch tomorrow. Nice. Oh, no, that's awesome. We're going to bring nice. some of that magic back. And hopefully that rubs off on the players. We had an event at Arnold's Family Fun Center that night, and I listened to that at bat in the parking That's right. lot. Yeah. I was with you. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh huh. 
And and remember, we brought Shane Victorino into the studio. Yeah, right? right. And you had Adrian Grenier, right, from uh, uh, Entourage. Entourage. Yeah. And that was pretty cool. And, yeah. And I remember everyone in here gave Shane a standing ovation. Yeah. It was awesome. well deserved. Those magical moments. We yeah. should have him in studio tomorrow. Can you work on that for us? <laughs> I'll work on it. I wonder when he gets in. Yeah. We yeah. We'll have Spam in, here for him. I know he loves it. He loves Spam. Um, excellent. Well, it's it's just exciting stuff. And, yeah. and clearly, uh, the city's on fire and everybody's, uh, it's, you know, just in the right frame. And, Nothing but positive vibes yeah, yeah. moved into South Philly. And next week, I'll come in and we'll talk about the uh, series with the Dodgers. Uh, or the a, Padres. Or the Padres. Yeah. 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 All right, dude, we know you got to go, but thank you for swinging by here. All we right, go Phils. Jump Go Phils. Cool. They're doing the whole, uh, you know, extra activities, and you can go yeah. down there and hang out for the day if you want to, and be a part of the whole thing. And Nick's going. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm very man. excited. Good for you. All right. Well, uh, with that, I think we would like to celebrate this by giving a bunch of stuff away. We need to do a prize blowout. Yes. Uh, we haven't done that in quite some time, so let's get a whole bunch of callers on the line. 215-263-WMMR. We're going to play Hollywood three-way, all right? Pretty simple game. We give you three movie titles. You tell us the actor or actress that stars in all three or appears in mm-hmm. all three of those movies, and you win a prize. And we got, like, all kinds of things that we are stacking up for your chance uh, to walk away with and win. So Casey's kind of... Jotting down the prizes. Oh, no, you're jotting down your Hollywood three-way. Yeah, I didn't realize we were doing this. You didn't know uh, we were doing this. Uh, so, no, but our prizes are awesome. So we only have one pair of tickets left for the Burger Brawl. So okay. we will have that in there. But we have this awesome horror movie bundle prize pack, including Lost Boys. Is Ooh. that a horror movie? It is. Okay, uh, Poltergeist, yeah. and we're going to have that on digital. We also have a, a Fathead IPA. Dude, we have these passes for Black Adam, uh, the movie premiere next Very week. Very popular. Uh, so we have a bunch of those, as well as Hocus Pocus 2 prize packs. And uh, that's I think that's it. You know what? I, I want to mention something about Lost Boys. Because the first time I saw that, yeah. I actually called it from the beginning what was going to happen. Because the, the guy, the, yeah. the the older guy, the right, father, yeah, yeah. comes in. He, he comes up to the door, and he's standing there, and, and he goes... Well, I'm not going to come in until I'm invited into the house. So the man of the house invites me in, and I'm like... Right. There you go. I'll bet he's a man. That's it. Uh-huh. That's and it. I knew it! And yeah, at the it. end, it happened, and I was ah. like... I, and, I, <laughs> and, I hadn't, and I hadn't said anything to anyone, so it's as if I lied and made it up. Hi, my name is Preston Elliott, and I've been watching the movie with you, but I knew the ending well before you did. Thank you. You just want people to know that you knew. Uh, um, in addition, uh, we also have these uh, tickets to see Don McCloskey tomorrow night. Uh, he's got this uh, awesome show going, uh, and I'll be at that one at Ardmore Music Hall. And we have to give these tickets away today. Yeah, because the show's tomorrow. And mm-hmm. Don is so great, man. You were going to love that show. Uh, before we get our first contestant, I have another call on the line. It is Mark. Hey, Mark, good morning. Good morning. How are you? Good, Mark. You're not calling in to play Hollywood three-way, are you? I am not calling in for Holloway, Hollywood three-way. And that's because you've already won, I haven't you? I just won $1,000. Yes, he did. Oh, dude. Mark, yeah. nice work, my man. A uh, 1000 bucks in your pocket. That's a pretty sweet deal. Where are you from, Mark? I am from Lumberton, New Jersey. All right. You usually, uh, do you play all day long or just in the morning with the with the Yoo-Hoo-Loo? No, I'm all day. Is that anytime I get to go, I'm all day long. I've been doing it since the bird and all, all of them. Oh, really? <laughs> Excellent. All, right. all these was. 
it's listen, your persistence has paid off. I'm very happy. It has. For you. It Excellent. certainly has. All right, Mark, we are very happy to give you a thousand dollars. Congratulations, buddy. Love you guys. Love, Love you, you too. All right. There you go. That's how easy that you hulu thing is. And we got another crack at it coming up around ten AM. So make sure you get yourself set for that. All right, so we're gonna play Hollywood three-way. Let's get our callers up and start playing. Who wants to go first? Anybody want to go first? I'll go first. All right. Nick will go first, and we will go to caller John. Hi there, John. Hello. All right, John, you're going to play Hollywood three with Nick. He's going to give you three movie titles. You give us the uh, actor or actress that appears in all three movies, okay? Okay. All right, here we go, John. Raising Arizona, the unbearable weight of massive talent, and the crudes. Is it Phoenix River? It's no, not Phoenix it's River. Not Phoenix it's River. The Mississippi River. Sorry, man. <laughs> Incorrect. So, do we do? I was. We should probably talk about these before we do three. Thirty guesses. No, we'll do thirty. <laughs> we'll yeah. go to Zach. Hey, Zach. Hello. All right, Zach. We're going to give you those three movie titles. Ready? I'm ready. All right, here we go, Zach. Raising Arizona, the unbearable weight of massive talent, and the Crudes. Is it Nick Cage? It is. Yeah. Nick Cage. Well done, sir. That means you win. And Casey's going to tell you what you want. All right, you won yourself a pair of passes to see Warner Brothers Pictures Black Adam starring Dwayne Johnson as a vengeful DC superhero on Tuesday. It's going to be October 18th, 7 p.m. at the Regal UA King of Prussia. Will Black Adam destroy the world or be its savior? I'm guessing he's going to save it. Uh, see it only in theaters on October 21st. All right. Uh, we'll go clockwise around the room, so I'll go next. Let's go to Ron. Hey, Ron, good morning. Oh. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Ron, Hollywood three-way. I'm going to give you your movie titles. Ready? All right, let's go. All right, here we go. Back to school, Bowfinger, and Tropic Thunder. Mm-hmm. Back to school. Bowfinger? Yep, and Tropic Thunder. Hmm. Uh, uh, boy. Um, I'm trying to say Bowfinger. That's not Steve Martin, is it? No, no, no. sorry, bud. Incorrect. Right. He was in that movie, but that's not what we're looking for. I'm going to go to Ryan. Hey, Ryan. Hey, how you doing? It's Brian, actually. Oh, okay, Brian. Uh, so I'm going to give you three movie titles to see if you know the actor actor that appears in all three. Back to School, Bowfinger, and Tropic Thunder. And Stiller? No, incorrect. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Bo. Who guess so? We'll do one more, and it's uh, Brian, another Brian. Hey, Brian. Hey, sorry you're bothering me at work. <laughs> <laughs> My faux pas. All right, Back to School, Bowfinger, and Tropic Thunder. Uh, Come on, that's Robert Downey. Yes, it is. There we go. Well done, sir. Brian wins. And Brian gets this. He also is going to win passes to see Black Adams with uh, Dwayne Johnson as the vengeful DC superhero. And this screening is going to be on Tuesday, October 18th, 7 p.m. at the Regal UA King of Prussia. It is in theaters on October 21st. Before we go to the next call, I do want to give a quick plug to our uh, Philly Burger Brawl uh, restaurant that stopped in, uh, Local Pez. Uh, they brought by some good grub. They brought in a Double Smash Burger. <laughs> it's the Local Pez Double Smash Burger. Ground beef patty, sharp cheddar, Oaxaca cheese, pickles, pickled jalapenos, lettuce, aioli on a potato roll. If this is what they're in. They are a heavy contender. Yes, they yeah, are. Delicious. So uh, they're in Fishtown, Graduate Hospital, and West Philly. So thank you to Loco Pez. All right, uh, Casey, you get to go. And All we're right. going to pull up uh, listener Peggy on the line. Hey, Peggy. 
Good morning. Good morning. All right, we're playing Hollywood Three Way. You and Casey, you ready? Casey. All right, Peggy. Are here. On the same page. Uh, yes. I hope so. I really hope so. Okay, your three movies are Iron Man, Rudy, and Swingers. Uh oh. Uh, Swingers. Uh, what's the little Sean Astin? Uh, no. Oh, good guess. Uh, good guess. God damn it, Peggy. I'm sorry. All right, we'll go Why next. Would you do that to I, I'm so glad. Sean. Hi, Sean. Privilege. Privilege. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ready to play? Absolutely. All right, here we go. <laughs> All right, Sean, here you go. Iron Man, Rudy, Swingers. Gotta be John Favreau. Yeah. Well done, my friend. Sean, hang on, because we're giving you these tickets. Hey, Sean, you are going to join me and Kathy at the Don McCloskey concert tomorrow night. It's a record release show for his new album, The Chaos and the Beauty. Tomorrow night, Ardmore Music Hall, and it is sold out. It is a sold-out show. I can't even... The, it used to be... Uh, the ticket used to be... Tickets still remain uh, at DonMcCloskey.com, but no nope. nope. sold out. Nope. Yeah. Sorry. I can totally see it. Great music. All right. Uh, Steve, you ready? Yes. We're going to go to listener Jamie and have you guys play. Hi, hi, Jamie. Good morning. Good morning. All right, Jamie. You and Steve. You ready? All right, Jamie. Here you go. Time Bandits. The Longest Day. The Untouchables. Time Bandits, The Longest Day, and Untouchables? Mm-hmm. I got nothing. All right. Ah. Thanks, Em. Uh, we'll go next to Anne-Marie. Hi, Anne-Marie. Hi. All right, Steve's playing with you. Hollywood Three-Way. Here we go. The movies are Time Bandits, The Longest Day, The Untouchables. Um, was it? Oh, shoot. I don't know. I don't know. We'll do one more. See if we get a winner. It's Jason that we're going to go to. Hi, Jason. Gadzooks. Gadzooks. All right, Jason. Here are those three movies again. All right. Time Bandits, The Longest Day, The Untouchables. Robert Mitchum? No. No. Robert Mitchum. Wow. No. Sean Connery. Sean Connery. Connery. Yes. All right, that's all right. We'll get another caller online this time. It's Kathy who is serving up the movie titles. We'll go to Mike. Hey, Mike. Gadzooks. Gadzooks to you, Mike. All right, Hi, Mike. We're, we're playing with Kathy. Here we go. All right, Mike, you ready? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Love Actually, Cruella, and Sense and Sensibility. I knew it. <laughs> <laughs> Love Actually, Cruella, and Sense and Sensibility. Um... Come on, you got this. Love actually, Crowley. Um, oh, uh, Emma Thompson. No! Yeah! Wow. Dude, that was great. He looked it up. Took it that long to look it up. Whatever. <laughs> Hang on, Mike. All right, Mike. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, you just, it was an open book test, guys. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It doesn't. Yeah. However, well, you got to do it. Mike. <laughs> Mike, you want Headhunter IPA. A whole case of it. Fathead's aggressively hopped. Legendary IPA. Available in both six packs and 12 packs. Pox. <laughs> May I have a pox? You have pox. You have like four, oh. six pox of them. <laughs> and uh, you can enjoy it as part of Fathead's new IPA 12 variety, 12 pack. And uh, you can pick up, pick some up at your nearest Acme or 
craft beer retailer. All right, next contestant is uh, Ellen. Hey, Ellen. Good morning. All right, we've circled back around to Nick. You ready? I'm ready. All right, Ellen, here we go. Fences, Suicide Squad, The Help. Hmm? Um, you know this, and you probably have this tattoo. <laughs> the help. Yeah. I, that's the only movie I've seen of those. Oh, repeat them again, Nick. All right. Fences, Suicide Squad, and The Help. I don't think I know. Oh. Just pick someone from the help. All right. Anyway, see you later. Thank you. <laughs> just right. pick someone. Yeah. Sometimes you'll you just yeah, pick an you actor. Might get it. Yeah, that's how it's played. Uh, I'll go to Connor next. Hey, Connor. Hi. All right. Uh, you're playing with Nick. Here we go. All right, Connor. Fences, Suicide Squad, and The Help. Is it Viola Davis? Yeah. 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 Yep, exactly. Hang on a second, Connor. Here's what we have for you. You got a case of Headhunter IPA. Fathead's aggressively hopped legendary IPA available in both six packs and 12 packs. You can also enjoy it as part of Fathead's new IPA variety 12 pack. You can pick some up at your nearest Acme or Craft Beer retailer. All right. I've got a fresh one for Peggy. Hi there, Peggy. How are you? Wonderful, Peggy. All right. I'm going to get... get through again, Peggy. I did. All right. Wow. Oh, my God. That's awesome. <laughs> That's funny. Oh, Preston, can I get a, a shot at her again? Because I made her lose the last time. Sure. Peggy? Yes? You and I are on the same page here. I promise you. I'm hoping. I see you. I see I, you. I, I have a Hocus Pocus party on Saturday that I'm attending. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, here you go. Oh, my God. Peggy. Do, do it. Here it is. Bruce Almighty, Marley and Me, Leprechaun. The only thing I can think of is Jim Carrey. Nope. Oh, <laughs> or do you want to go with Preston? Nope. This one. Nope. Son nope. of a bitch. That's what happens when hey, you toil, you tamper, right? Just call back in a minute. <laughs> Thanks. We'll see him. All right. Uh, we'll go to Eddie next. Hey, Eddie. Gadzooks. Gadzooks. Eddie. All right. Uh, Casey's going to give you the three movies. Here we go. Bruce. All right. All right. Bruce Almighty. Marley and Me. Leprechaun. Is it Jennifer Aniston? Yeah. 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 Hang on a second, because we got something for you. All right, for you, uh, Eddie, you have won our final Hocus Pocus 2 prize pack. No, I'm kidding. We have a bunch left. Peggy, call back. Uh, including Hocus Pocus, the game, a spell book, and a $50 cash card. It's been 29 years since someone lit the black flame candle and resurrected the 17th century sisters. They're looking for a revenge. Stream Hocus Pocus 2 now on Disney+. Plus. All right. Uh, so we're going to circle back to me? Yeah, yes. Sorry about right. that. That's all right. Let me go to Drew. Hey, Drew. <laughs> all right, Drew. I'm going <laughs> to... All right. All right. I'm going to give you the three movies. I, this one might be kind of tough. We'll see how you do here. Here we we'll go. We'll give him the answer, too. No, I'm not going to do that. All right. Here we go, Drew. Uh, the King's Speech, Fight Club, and Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix. Edward Norton? No. Ah. All right. Thank you, though. Damn. All right. We'll go next to uh, Corey. Hey, Corey. Hey, what's going on? All right, Corey. Playing Hollywood three-way. Your three movies are The King's Speech, Fight Club, and Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix. Wow. Um, I'm going to have to say Brad Pitt. No, mm. thanks, though, bud. 
All right, and then one last call to try this one. It's Casey. Hi there, Casey. Hi. All right, Casey, these are the three movies. Let's hear the actor. Actress is, uh, appears in all three. The King's Speech, Fight Club, or Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix, or I should say, and Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix. Colin Firth? No. No, but that's a, it's a that you got good guess. somebody. Anybody? Meatloaf. No, <laughs> not Meatloaf. Double Meatloaf. Helena Bonham Carter. Yes. Uh, yeah, so she was uh, in all three of those Meatloaf movies. was not in the King's Speech. Uh, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> Lord Meatloaf. <laughs> Lord Meatloaf. All right. Uh, we'll get... Salisbury Steak. Yes. All right. It's Steve's turn, and we're going to go to Dawn to play. Hi there, Dawn. Good morning. Good morning, right. Dawn. You Dawn. ready? I love your crew. Thank you for your entertainment. Oh, thank you for listening. And uh, we're going to try to reward you with something a little easier, all right? You ready? Okay, great. But may I first give a plug to Donnie McCloskey? I'm going to see you guys at the Ardmore tomorrow oh. night. I'm sorry. Oh, oh, nice. to go rock with him. Awesome. All right. It's going to be so much fun. All right. Here are your three movies. Okay. What, what's Eating Gilbert Grape? Okay. The Aviator, Romeo and Juliet. Um, okay, wait, because I'm stuck on... Uh, is it Leo DiCaprio? That was indeed an easy one for you, Dawn. And you get a prize. Here we go. You get a Hocus Pocus 2 prize pack, including Hocus Pocus, the game, a spell book, and a $50 cash card. It's been 29 years since someone lit the black flame candle and resurrected the 17th century sisters, and they're looking for revenge. Stream Hocus Pocus 2 now on Disney+. Plus. All right. Another caller, and I think it is uh, Mike that we're going to go to play with. Yo, what's up, brother? Hi, Mike. Pete Buds. Well, Pete and Steve and the rest. All right. And the rest. And, and, the rest. and uh, we got uh, Kathy who's going to handle this one. You ready, Mike? Oh, my God. I love you, Kathy. <laughs> <laughs> you can do it. I love our listeners. All right. It's actually an easy one. You'll get this one. You ready? I'm ready. All right. The Wolf of Wall Street. The Departed. Don't look up. Are you serious? Yeah. 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 Nice. I don't think we've ever had that happen before. Mike wins. Casey, we're going to give him a horror movie bundle, including The Lost Boys and Poltergeist on digital. I hope you didn't listen to uh, Preston's spoiler alert earlier for Lost Boys. It's like 40 years old. (laughs) You haven't seen it by now. You want to relive the fear this Halloween with these eight horror classics? I only named two of them. You got six more coming. Own them uh, now in super scary 4K and Ultra HD. Don't give away the ending of The Great Dictator. All right. right, uh, Nick's up this time and we have another Mike. Mike H. Yo, Mike, good morning. Gadzooks. Hi, Mike. All right, Mike, you're going to play with, uh, <laughs> with Nick. All right, Mike, go. here we go. Gods and Monsters. X-Men, Days of Future Past, The Lord of the Rings. Mm. Oh, gosh. It's easy. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> Lord of the Rings, three movies of trees walking. Um, it does have trees walking. Yes. It's not one of the trees. <laughs> Three number two. Read the read them again, Nick. Gods of Monster. I'm sorry. Gods and Monsters. X Men. Days of Future Past. And the Lord of the Rings. I got nothing. Ah. It's a big one. I like this movie. The trees are walking. <laughs> We're gonna go to Aaron next. Hey, Aaron. 
Of course, I have no idea. Right, well, well, maybe it'll come to you. Maybe it'll come All to right. you. Let, let's Pick try an it. actor thought, from one of the movies. I yeah. thought this was an easy one, but uh, Aaron, here we go. Gods and Monsters, X-Men, Days of Future Past, and The Lord of the Rings. I had nothing. Oh. Thank you, anyway. All right, uh, one more caller, and it is Anne-Marie. Hi there, Anne-Marie. Hello. All right, Anne-Marie, you're playing with Nick. You ready? All right. Here we go, Emery. Gods and Monsters, X-Men, Days of Future Past, and The Lord of the Rings. <laughs> no. Got a guess? Yeah, the Emery, you got a guess. Are you there, Emery? Are you in the link? Did you do you have a guess? She entered the tunnel. She's, did, you, did she hear me? No, she's I, Googling no, she's it. gone. Oh, okay. All right, forget it. Um, sorry, Ian McKellen. Yes. Right? Yeah. Ian McKellen. Ian McKellen. Uh, I think we have time for she this She didn't one. get it correctly. <laughs> oh. And she lost out on a wonderful prize. I can only assume was either Hocus Pocus or the horror gift package featuring the Lost Boys. What Which we... Preston gave the ending away to, <laughs> but add on you if you've neglected it for the past 78 years. Maybe we'll give them, she could have won Walking Trees. I don't yes. know. We could have had that. All right. Uh, we have time for one more, I think. Who wants to go? Steve, you want to do oh, it? Yeah, sure. I'll okay. Do it. All right. We'll go to, uh, let's see. Uh, it's Ron. Hi, Ron. Good morning. No, actually, this is Peggy again. Peggy! <laughs> 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 Yes. Well done. Uh, I should we just? Call, but I did call earlier and I lost. So I figured if Peggy could do it, maybe I can try one. Oh my sure god! Enough, sure right. enough. All right, Ron. Here we go. All right, we're gonna try to give you one that you can. I do. hope you yes. win, man. All right. Okay. Ready? Yep. True grit, fearless, sea biscuit. True grit, sea biscuit, and fearless. Fearless. And fearless. Hmm. I don't know. Um, sea biscuit. Uh, um, um, Toby McGuire? Nah. No. All right. Sorry, man. Sorry, man. Uh, hang, hang on. Uh, let me go to Chris next. Hey, Chris. Good morning. Hey, what do you call? Um, what, what would you call it if a prisoner could take his own mugshot? <laughs> what? Okay. What's a, what is it? A selfie. A, a selfie. selfie. C-E-L-L. Casey's writing that down. Yeah, that's a good one. All right, Chris, here we go. All right, I, the... I got the answer. Is it Jeff Bridges? Yes! yes! What were the three movies again? True Grit. Oh, yeah, he Ooh. plays Rooster in yes. that. Uh-huh. Fearless. Didn't think and see and, and this. All right, uh, hang on the line. This is what we got for Chris. Hey, Chris, what did the DJ name his son? I put him on. Hold. Oh, and then never mind. You want a case of Headhunter IPA? <laughs> that has aggressively hopped legendary IPA, available in both six packs and twelve packs. Hang you on. can also I'll get it enjoy back it as part of Fathead's new IPA variety twelve pack. Pick up some at your nearest Acme or craft beer retailer. Uh, Chris Casey has a, a question for you. Hey, what do you got? Chris? What did the DJ name his son? Uh, I don't know. I give up. Oh, what? I was singing like a radio, radio DJ. DJ. <laughs> yeah, likewise. Here? Huh? Maybe you say club DJ. Yeah, club yeah. DJ. Be a little more specific. Okay. All right, we're working on it, man. I don't, I don't like it. <laughs> what does he put on his spaghetti? 
<laughs> Wait a minute. What? <laughs> what does he put on there? Oh, and now what? Marinara. This is so dumb. Why am I laughing? That's terrible. Those are terrible. No, terrible. Eric's good. Eric's good. Marinara is a reach. Those are head injury dad jokes. <laughs> now they're cool. I got it for my daughter, and she's in high school, so, so they you must know be it's, cool. So you know it's hip. Yeah. Best dad jokes come from your daughter. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, Kay, set me up here. We gotta we gotta wrap up. Uh, but here's what I would like to do. Uh, since it is a sold out show, and it is tonight, I, I should give away the rest of these. Yes, tomorrow night is the show. Oh, I'm sorry, tomorrow night. Yes, and uh, we got things going on. So should I give them all the way to today? We have to give them away today tomorrow? because our promotion staff is not in tomorrow to uh, yes. award the uh, prizes to our winners. So. Okay, so if you would like to see the Don McCluskey event tomorrow night at uh, the Ardmore Music Hall, it is a record release party. Uh, we'll take callers 10, 11, 12, and 13. All right, we'll set you up. Sold out show, man. Yeah, we're going to clear the phone line. That's excellent. 215-263-WMMR. So callers 10, 11, uh, 12, and 13. Ardmore Music Hall tomorrow night. Don't call if you can't go, all right, Uh, because it's a sold out show. And uh, we would like to make sure that everybody gets tickets does indeed go. So we're going to take a break. We'll come back in a second. The... Uh, Philadelphia Film Festival is kicking off next week. Yes, it is. We'll get the rundown of all the stuff you can expect from that when we return, as well as info, more info about the Burger Brawl and all these things coming up. We have just a Philly-centric show today of things yeah. going on here in town. We'll be right back. Stay with us. Wait, what's that? Where was that place, Preston and Steve, said that guy did that thing that one time? Uh, don't bother your friends. If you missed something on the Preston and Steve show, the daily podcast and the YouTube stream are posted on PrestonandSteve.com every day after the show for just such occasions. It's always there and always free. And that is until the internet breaks and then we've got bigger problems. Next week, uh, movie buffs, you're going to love it because it's again time for the uh, annual Philadelphia Film Fest. It's the 31st one. Mm, it's amazing. Uh, yep, and it's always a great event, and we are happy to welcome to the program this morning our good friend from Philadelphia Film Society, Andrew Greenblatt. Yeah, hey! Thanks for having me. Nice to see you, sir. Great to see mm. you. Are you the president? Um, CEO, executive director. Yeah. All right, head it's honcho. All the same. Whatever it is. The honcho. Yeah. It all works. Yeah. The guy. All right, so I was reading this uh, press release, uh, Andrew, and I saw here that the the Ritz East is opening up under a new name, under new management or something like that? That's exactly right. It's ours now. Uh, uh, okay. We're, we're super, super excited about it. It's our third theater in Philly, and uh, it is opening just in time for the festival. I don't get to too many... Uh, I, I'm, you know, I live out in the suburbs, so I, I don't get into the, the Philly uh, theaters that often, and I always get the Ritz East and the Ritz at the Boars mixed up. Where are they? They're both ours. But so okay, the right. so the Bors is on Fourth Street, okay. uh, between Market and Chestnut, uh, right at the corner under the garage. Yes, and then okay. the East is the one that is technically on National Park Service land. It's oh. un- also under a garage, kind of between Front and Second on that Sansom Walkway area. So okay, two screens over there. The Bors is five. Okay, and you've got uh, two extra screens now, or something. Yeah, like that? yeah. Okay. We picked up the extra two from the nice. East, uh, so seven total screens in Old City plus the Film Center right in center city has that increased the film count because you usually show quite a lot of movies (laughs) it it really has Uh, and it was not our intention we were still hoping to keep the festival under 100 narratives plus shorts (laughs) didn't work out did it (laughs) no we're we're somewhere around 150 uh, narratives and shorts together wow Wow. Uh, listen we've had you in for a number of years and it's been i I can't believe that the film festival has been going on for 31 years but we i feel like i've i've seen it grow 
uh, in popularity and and buzz over the last, I would say, five to seven years. I mean, it's really grown. But I wanted to ask you, because um, also, like, the Venice Film Festival, out of nowhere, has become this thing that, like, uh, you know, like you would hear about Khan and Sundance. And, like, now Venice is, is do you know why that is? Yeah, absolutely. Can, uh, Cannes was always the number one, and it still probably is. Mm-hmm. But what happened is there's this, there's this French law that says all films that play in competition in Cannes have to have a 60-day theatrical release, and France has not been willing to change that law. Right. Netflix will not commit to a 60-day release. They actually don't commit to a 30-day release. Right. Uh, so Netflix won't play Ken, and Venice has been the beneficiary of that. So they get all these huge films that are slated for the end-of-year release that Netflix is putting out. Netflix, probably over the last two, three, four years, has released more films than... Any studio. Wow. So the, the, the issue is they're, they're a streaming service. For the, to qualify for the awards or the Academy Awards and things of that nature, it has to run in a legitimate theater yes. for, for a period of time. And so yes. they don't want to play the way they're being asked to play, correct? That's correct. So, yeah. so Netflix has moved to theaters. They yeah. are playing in theaters, but they won't commit for the time frame. Right. So, so I think all right. all, most of their big films that they'll put out in the fall, uh, you know, some that are in the festival like Glass Onion or like White Noise, they'll, they'll have seven, 14, maybe up to 28-day windows, but they won't go 60. Yeah, the streaming services have changed a lot. Uh, Coda was Apple... Right, Apple uh, yeah, Plus. Yeah. So I mean, it's 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 a, a crazy thing to see. So um, that there's a lot of buzz on a lot of the movies that, as always. But uh, what what can we uh, look for? What's the big buzz on the films at this year's festival? I mean, there's there's so many. I, I always start with our opening night film, uh, right. The Banshees of Inisherin, uh, which is um, this looks really good. This is a, um, a Brendan Gleeson and Colin Farrell, right? Yeah, reuniting since uh, in Bruges. Years right, ago, yeah. right, and uh, it, uh, the trailer looks impressive. The whole concept is he's really good friends. Uh, one of them suddenly decides he doesn't want to be friends with the other guy. Oh, wow. And he can't figure out why. Oh. And that's the whole conundrum, correct? He can't figure it out is. why he doesn't want to be why friends? Why he doesn't want to be friends. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. and so it's it's funny, it's sad, and it's really dark. It, oh. takes, it takes a turn. Does it? Uh, it's it's easily one of the best films we've watched uh, this year, and uh, we're thrilled to have it for opening night, and we've got a... Uh, a virtual conversation with the um, with Carter Burwell, who's the world famous composer and uh, music director. Oh, awesome! Yeah, now there's a buzz about a movie I haven't even seen a trailer for yet, and it's Whale with Brendan Fraser. Right. Oh, yeah. And you guys have this, right? We do. We've got the Whale as well. It's Darren Aronofsky's new film. Uh, you know, Darren's been a friend of the festival. We had Black Swan open yeah. festival years ago. That was probably when we started to kick off our our solid run. And this film, uh, it's it's interesting that we're talking about both this and Banshees at the same time because the performances between Brendan Fraser in that and Colin Farrell in Banshees, they were the top two performances in Venice, and they'll be the top two probably when it comes down to things in, in the Oscar season. There's been Colin footage Farrell of... actually won Best Actor in Venice, which surprised oh, everyone. Wow. Oh, okay, because Brendan uh, Frazier, is, Frazier has, been, has been cleaning up. incredible in the film. And, yeah, and it's, exactly. so on his, you know, obviously he had a, sadly, the, the, the Batgirl movie, um, which he was playing uh, uh, Firefly in. Uh, that's never to be seen. But in this case, he, there's a, there's a, a number of videos that have popped up of him at these various festivals winning the award and just getting overwhelmed with the response. A lot of people yes. want to see him back on his game. And in this, he plays a, a morbidly obese man, correct? 600 pounds. Right, yeah. right, yeah. 
And uh, the performance is supposed to be just uh, amazing. Have you seen it yet? It is. I, I, I highly recommend everybody see it. It's not easy, and it's adapted from a play, so some people may know the play. Right. Um, but it's, yeah, it's a it's our big first Saturday screening, uh, which is awesome. Yeah. Wow. Exciting. And you mentioned Batgirl. I would be, uh, I have to mention the directors of Batgirl, the film that will never be seen, have a film in the festival. We've got the North American premiere, uh, and it's, um, it's stunning. It's this weird mix of... Uh, Almost hip hop sequences, yeah, and and being, like being dealing with terrorism in the in the Middle East. These it's are the guys who called Rebel. Yeah, they, they did Ms. Marvel. They uh, uh, yeah, and they re- did the Bad Boys, the last Bad Boys. Right, movie. right, and very yeah. kinetic, very really inventive filmmaking. Yes, and this and they're dealing with terrorism. Yes, wow, and okay, it's, it's stunningly good. Okay. Wow, excellent. And how many? Um, I think you've got more than one hundred and thirty films total. So. How does one? How many different uh, uh, screens? How many different uh, theaters? Uh, you know, the full rundown. How do we get that? Sure. So yeah. uh, I'm, we're thrilled to say for the second consecutive year we're using only Philadelphia Film Society venues. We uh-huh. just have more of them now. Yeah. Um, but all the information is on our website, filmadelphia.org. Uh, you can go there. You can buy tickets there. You can also come to the film center and buy tickets in person. There are different packages, right? Can there you? are. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you can buy individual tickets. Right. You can also buy all access badges, which we recommend, especially because you can. Then and still go to things that have sold out, and we already have things that have sold out. Yeah. So that's the best way. If you want to see, like, Glass Onion and uh, see Ryan Johnson, the director who's coming and going to do a Q&A, you're going to have to get a badge at this yeah, point. Yeah, yeah. We love Knives Out. It was great. It's and so this great. is that, that you know, it's, uh, the, 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 the whole, that sort of mystery uh, approach is just terrific, and he did a great job with Knives Out. Uh, is this the type of festival that hands out awards as well? Or, or? We do, yeah. Okay. We do, we do... Uh, a few different ones. We have a narrative competition. We have a documentary competition. We have a local competition for films made or tied to Philadelphia. We have a first filmmaker competition. Then we have a short film competition. So five different awards, plus the audience award that everybody gets to vote on. Okay, that's what I was going to ask. Who who votes for uh, the awards? But there is an audience award? There is an audience. So every film that's there is balloted and people vote. And we announce that one Usually Tuesday, Wednesday after the fest. The other awards we actually announce on our closing night, Friday the 28th, before the closing night film. And everything that's in competition plays again the following Saturday, Sunday. So when you know what won or what gets an honorable mention or an actor award, you have a chance to go see it. That's cool. And I got to say, the um, the appreciation of documentary films has really increased. I think a lot of this has has, has had to do with Netflix and a lot of streaming services that are presenting a lot of these documentaries that people sort of seek out. And uh, you've got some really um, great um, entries into this year. And the one that everyone is talking about is All the Beauty and the Bloodshed, correct? Yeah, we our docs, we have more docs in the festival than ever this oh. year, it feels like. It's a huge year. And All the Beauty and the Bloodshed, uh, it won the top award at Venice. It won the Golden Lion. It's the second documentary in history to do that. And Venice has been around 79 years. Right. Uh, it's stunningly powerful. It's about Nan Golden, you know, the, the artist. Yes. Uh, both her career... And her her mission to kind of take down the Sacklers and and the prescription industry uh, for oxycodone abuse. Right. Okay. Wow. Yeah, it's supposed it's, to be it's supposed to be amazing. It is amazing. It's our big closing night on the twenty eighth. So right after we announce the awards, you can then watch this film, and it's I, I think everyone should see it. It's incredibly powerful. Hmm. Fabulous. All right. Well, this, this all gets underway next Wednesday. Goes through Sunday the thirtieth. So. 
Uh, get your tickets uh, now. And the website again, Andrew, please? www.filmadelphia.org. Filmadelphia.org. Excellent. Well, this is your opportunity. Get out, and if you've got the time, go watch all these movies. What night is the pornography? Uh, uh, no. Yes, <laughs> when is pornography night? <laughs> oh, those are the AVNs. I'm yeah, sorry. yeah, yeah. That's a whole different thing. Uh, well, listen, congrats on, on putting it together again. We hope everything goes wonderfully Thank for you. you. And uh, thanks for coming in and letting us know about it. Thank you for having me. Our pleasure. Andrew Greenblatt. Yeah. Yeah. From the Philadelphia Film Society. All right, we're going to take a break and come back in a second. All these Philly-centric things going on. Uh, the Burger Brawl. We got yeah. to talk to our buddy uh, Rob, who's uh, coming by. He's the head honcho. Then we have all the head honchos here today. Yeah. Uh, and we've also got the B-File and uh, Yuhulu. It's Honcho Thursday. It's Honcho Thursday. We'll be right back. Stay with us. Cue the jingle. There it is. It's Kathy Romano, and I've revealed my 2022 Kathy's Fall Activities List. Ten brand new ideas to get you into sweater weather mood. Find the list, which includes helpful tips and coupon codes for all you fall activity fanatics. Posted now on PrestonandSteve.com. Before we get to the bizarre file, uh, are we going to we're going to talk to Rob here? <coughs> yeah. Okay, you got to switch these things for me then. Why? Okay. Uh, I'll play this in. Oh, okay. See, I saw a cheeseburger in paradise, and I thought that made more sense. All right. uh, The Philly Burger Brawl is, sorry, I was confused, uh, is coming up. It's Sunday, October 23rd, and we would like to welcome the organizer, the man behind it all, Rob Wasserman, who is here today. Guys. Nice to see you, sir. It's been a little pause, I feel like. Yes, yeah. yeah. It has been, but it's back in all its glory, man. We are so excited. If you can yeah. imagine, 60 restaurants this year, it's like the biggest one yet. Uh, wow. And it's returning to its original uh, location. Well, not its original location, but the Xfinity That complex. is correct. Yeah. Live music. We're expecting a banner crowd of like probably 5,000 people to show up for this one. It's going to be insane. It's it's something that keeps growing and then the word gets out. It's actually a family event now. I, I have a, I've, have a number of people coming in from <laughs> multiple states to participate in the burger brawl. That's they awesome. love it that much. I yeah. love hearing that. Yeah. I love hearing that. And by the way, thank you to Local Pez uh, for stopping by this morning and dropping off their Local Pez Double Smash Burger. They've been driving by burgers like weekly, a yeah. couple uh, times a week. It, it will really help your waistline <laughs> all the eating that you're I was right keeping an eye on things, yeah. but not anymore. <laughs> uh, so, all right. So, the event says noon to three. Is that uh, yeah? So, we're going to be okay. doing eleven to three this year. VIP hour. Uh, VIP starts at eleven. If you want to come in, you get uh, an hour of quiet and peace and quiet of just eating by yeah. yourself. <laughs> right. right. So it's it's a lot of fun. And obviously, with Jim Beam being one of the main sponsors, we're doing a cocktail competition. So that's always a fun time. It's a great day, and it's all for an amazing cause. So. It, uh, you can't ask for anything more, and especially Philadelphia right now. For all the restaurants to come out after COVID and being able to, like, really chip in. It's and, a tall order. Yeah, and, it is. And, and the it fact is. that they're doing it is great. And, you know, like, so we're really appreciative, but they understand it's all for a good cause. And explain what the cause is for people. Yeah, so are, this year we're actually par- uh, partnering with uh, Parks and Rec and the School District of Philadelphia. And it's really under their tr- crime initiative to get kid- at kids, at-risk kids off the streets after school for school programming. And what we're doing this year is we're going to be building some eSports centers in the rec halls. Yeah. So it's really to get these kids to come in. And as much as they're going to love about, you know, playing the games, we're really trying to look at it on the educational side, which is STEM, and trying to get the science and technology side of it for them to say, hey, if one of these kids, like, gets intrigued or interested about computers and the science of it, 
well, we've done our job. So, this is what you've always sort of been connected to computer labs and things yeah, we like were that. Doing computer labs prior. Yeah. And, and now this year, I mean, when we were talking to the school district, they, most schools in Pennsylvania, if you can imagine, already have e- esports teams. Right. Well, the school district of Philadelphia does not. And it's just because of the financial wherewithal to do it. So yeah. we're going to be seeding that also and getting kids, you know, boys and girls to get into uh, after school programming and get into these, uh, you know, teams and start competing. I Like, listen, I don't know about you. <laughs> it seems like Philadelphia is a com- competitive type mm. of town. Right. So I think our, t- our kids should be like uh, competing also. I think it's great. Yeah, nice. absolutely. With the burger brawl itself, uh, you have some, uh, you have some pretty straight ahead burgers. You've got some that are a little more esoteric, a little more adventurous and uh do you have categories or is it just one king of the burgers we're at the point if you can imagine that we're doing brackets now so it's so many burgers that we have about i think it's like 40 judges for the first round and then it keeps like it just widow is casey and i are are yeah you're you're all in i'm sorry i apologize in advance if you're gonna blow your colon off of this one (laughs) but it's gonna be bad it's gonna be i remember years ago when the the judges would get full-size burgers oh yeah that that changed yeah, I think yeah. you actually are the one that complained enough to tell me that I had meat need... sweats for a year. <laughs> yeah, so it's it's good, but all everything's all different types are represented. I, I I tend to favor the 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 classic approach, and and there's all sorts of variables involved with that. Some people like the extra stuff and the chicken and the shrimp or whatever. I'm not in disagreement with you. Yeah. I mean, like I'm totally a simplistic kind of guy with yeah. that, where it comes with that, and I. I like you see the simplicity of certain burgers where the the product itself is really speaking out but one of the big winners for and has taken the competition a few years was lucky's last chance and they had the peanut butter and jelly yeah. uh, burger and i it's, mean like and it, it's great it blew my mind <laughs> yeah that's it is. the creativity you're saying like there's so many styles that you know these chefs take it serious so there's so many styles that they kind of kind of bring in here. So when I called Lucky's and I told them, I was like, listen, you're you're done. You're not competing. He was like, what do you mean I'm not competing? I'm like, I'm actually pushing out to be a judge's here because it's just it's nuts. Yeah. Yes. They're almost a goat status. Exactly. Like the burger is a symphony, right? And, and a lot of instruments belong in the symphony. And then some you would like, I don't necessarily know if this, you know, if this belongs here or not. And you don't know until you hear it or until you taste it. It's true. We've yeah. been actually on Instagram where uh, my social media person is taking me around. And we'll, I'll go try with the burgers. Mm-hmm. And I went to Frankfurt Hall, which is a banging barbecue place. Yeah. And they did a little brisket, you know, burger they're right. going to bring to the competition. And right, uh, or, or excuse me, that's Fetisal, but next door at Frankfurt Hall, they're putting, you ready for this? They're putting uh, cheesesteak. Uh, they're putting the cheese on it, cheese whiz, and then he's at. They're adding spam, they right. add, instead of the bacon. So they're putting spam on. I'm looking at this burger on a pretzel bun. Right. I'm looking at this burger. I'm like, where is the burger? Yeah. <laughs> but honestly, I tried it and I was blown away. So it's God bless them, man. You the never great thing know. to remember too is that you you go, you get your ticket, you're going to be able to sample everything the judges are sampling. Yeah. That's the insane part. So the one ticket price gets you in that door, and you honestly can try 60 burgers if you want to die. (laughs) And I would always recommend... You're not opposed to people coming in with the container if they want to grab something, oh, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. And listen, kids under 10, like you said, it's a family event. Kids under 10 can come in for free. Yeah. Like, obviously, it's it's supposed to be for everyone. And I think we're one of the bigger competitions now in, you know, in the area. I'd say. So it's a blast. It's yeah. a lot of fun for everyone. It is great. It really is. All right. And uh, if you want to get the, the list of uh, the competitors and, and buy your tickets and everything, phillyburgerbrawl.com. 
uh, is the place. But you you want to go and get those in advance because it's a it's rapidly approaching. It's going to be on uh, it's a week from this Sunday. It's amazing. I can't yeah. believe it's already here. I'm pretty <laughs> excited cool. about that because my weight is ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm with you, buddy. You take a pause. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, good luck with everything. We're happy Thanks, to be guys. a part of it again. I really so. appreciate it. Our buddy Rob, let's yeah. give it up for our gang and the Burger Brawl. Coming to Philadelphia once again, or in Philadelphia once again, so uh, phillyburgerbrawl.com. All right, we're supposed to do the Bizarre File, so we ought to do it. Now, WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre Wait a minute. Hold on. Just one I have tickets to the Burger Brawl. So you know what? I'll take caller number 11, and I will give them to you. 215-263-WMMR. I should have done that before I signed off with Rob there. But we'll take caller number 11, and we will give you those tickets, and you will be able to go and enjoy the Burger Brawl. All right, so I'll start with a food story, sort of, in the Bizarre File to segue into this. A Yorkshire, England man has been tormented by a stranger who screams the word porridge through his letterbox. Okay. He screams the word porridge through his letterbox. The mystery neighbor has been shouting strange things about porridge throughout uh, through his letterbox at odd hours during the middle of the night. Porridge! For the past three weeks, uh, the man is at his wit's end, and he is pleading with the porridge whisperer, he calls him, to uh, stop immediately. Is he whispering or yelling? No, no, he's yelling. Right. Well, he does whisper something, so he took to social media... Porridge. With an appeal telling the stranger to stop it and grow up, he wrote the appeal below on a public face group, yeah. Facebook group. He he wrote, "Apologies if this post is not allowed, but I'm wanting to get to the bottom of this as I am my, at my wit's end. I live at Range Court Flats in Booth Town, and for the past three weeks, someone is still opening my letterbox flap in the middle of the <laughs> night and shouting, porridge, porridge." And sometimes it's porridge time, Papa Bear. Or once he was, eat it before it goes cold, Papa. And But that was said in a whisper. So, oh, chilling. Oh. Eat it before it goes cold, Papa. Eat it raw, Papa. He said, it's my special porridge. Uh, before you ask, no porridge. He said, before you ask, no porridge has been left at any times. This is clearly an unwelcome visitor, and I would like to stop ASAP. You should probably eat some porridge. If this is you. <laughs> I think I saw sliced alone by you. <laughs> I think you should eat some porridge. Uh, the post... <laughs> Was that a laugh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's cracking yeah, himself you up. You probably eat some farina. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> cracking himself up. <laughs> the, the post attracted lots of attention with hundreds of comments. And likes in response, uh, the majority of commenters saw the funny side of the whole bizarre situation. It could be chilling, though, as you said. Somebody whispering, yeah. taking time to do that. Papa Barry's your porridge. It's your porridge. Do you know there are several, <laughs> several varieties of porridge? Slime, uh, maybe you knew this. Yeah, there's I ma- do. There's maize. Yes. Millet. Which is what the Indians call corn. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. wow. Right. Rice. Yes. Sorghum. Yes, yeah, sorghum. And we one of the wizards in Harry Potter. <laughs> 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 the porridge that must not be made. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right. I'm moving on to this story. Listen to these idiots. Two fathers in Florida were arrested following a road rage incident during which each man allegedly shot the other's young daughter. Uh, William Joseph Hale 
and Frank Gilliard Allison were both taken into custody on Saturday evening and charged with one count each of attempted second-degree murder. Uh, Sheriff Bill Leeper described the men's behavior as stupid and crazy during a press briefing. And potentially deadly. Yeah, they were Yeah, they were charged for, with attempted yeah. murder. Uh, the road rage incident occurred a little after 6 p.m. and resulted in multiple 911 calls for reports of people being shot. A witness allegedly told deputies that the 35-year-old Hale was driving a black Dodge Ram with five occupants inside, while 43-year-old Allison was driving a gray Nissan Murano with three occupants. Uh, the witness described the interaction between the two vehicles as a cat and mouse game and said that he called 911 because both cars were driving so erratically that the witness knew something was going to happen. Investigators were able to determine that both Hale and Allison were speeding, driving erratically, and brake checking each other. Uh, at some point during the encounter, the driver of the Dodge Ram, Hale, got up alongside uh, the Nissan, who was Allison, began shouting to pull over. Uh, the right front passenger of the Nissan put her hand out of the window and flipped the other vehicle off with her middle finger. Uh, the Nissan driver, Allison, rolled down his window and shouted back at the driver. And a plastic water bottle was thrown from the Dodge Ram into the Nissan. Well, the driver of the Nissan, Allison, then grabbed his Sig Sauer 45 caliber automatic handgun and fired a shot at the other truck before driving away at a high rate of speed. The bullet went into the right rear passenger door of the Dodge Ram and struck Hale's five-year-old daughter in the leg. God. Allison told investigators that he fired the shot because he just wanted to get out of the whole situation. Well, after seeing the Nissan speed away, Hale realized his daughter had been shot, sped up after the other vehicle. After catching up to the Nissan, Leeper said Hale used a Glock 9mm semi-automatic handgun and began firing with his left hand out of the driver's side window. Hale allegedly told investigators he shot everything that was in the magazine, which was approximately seven or eight rounds. At least three bullets struck the Nissan, with one hitting Allison's 14-year-old daughter in the back, causing a collapsed lung. Jesus Christ. Shortly after the second child was shot, both vehicles spotted a patrol car and pulled over. The two men began arguing and then fought until a deputy broke up the scuffle. So these guys, they've got, each of them has a bleeding shot daughter. Yeah. And they're Not enough. fighting. Not enough to distract them. Insane. Fire and rescue units reported to the scene and transported both girls to a local hospital. They had non-life-threatening wounds. The fathers are both booked into the county jail on attempted murder charges, mind you. Ugh. All right. Um, oh, man, it's time, isn't it? It's time. All right. Let me, let me do one more, though. Uh, we'll end with this one. A longtime educator with ties to Pennsylvania and South Jersey who served as a high school principal by day was a peeping Tom by night. Oh. Danny McGetty was... <laughs> He's still here? He's the peeping Tom? <laughs> Danny McGetty was denied uh, release during a detention hearing Wednesday. Porridge. Following... <laughs> I can see you, Haney. <laughs> <laughs> Following a late September arrest, he uh, is charged with at least three peeping Tom incidents... <laughs> Uh, a burglary and, on at least one occasion, unlawfully entering a home. See your nuts <laughs> uh, you don't see, you don't hear about peeping tom charges that much these days, dude. This guy's a principal. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. He's a high school. I don't know, he's a high school principal, but anyhow. Uh, so he had apparently doesn't grabbed. Doesn't matter. <laughs> no, it doesn't. High It's The same victim. He was a high school principal. <laughs> a victim had installed a ring doorbell system, which caught the principal peering into her windows again. Oh the police said that there may be more victims out there. Uh, they say the 39-year-old actions became a pattern and usually happen at night. Uh, the crimes all occurred in Sicklerville and Pittman, by the way. So 
Uh, and there you go. That's what. Right. <laughs> that's what I have. That's what I have in the bizarre file for you. All right. Hey, oh. it's, we're we're past uh, ten o'clock. Here we go. Listen up. Here's your keyword. All right, the word is special. S-P-E-C-I-A-L. And you have until 15 minutes after the outer end of that. There are three ways to do it. Text it to the special contest short code number, which is 45911. Or you can enter it via the MMR app or at WMMR.com. One random entry wins $1,000 in our company-wide contest, and each winner gets a call from Beasley. So make sure that you do answer your phone. Contest rules available at WMMR.com. Sponsored by Horizon Services. So, again, the word is special, S-P-E-C-I-A-L. Enter it now. Good luck to you. We'll take a break. We'll come back. Trash Music News coming up. If you like what you hear, you can see it, too. Check out Preston and Steve's Daily Rush on Xfinity On Demand. Celebrate the coziest season with Acme. They're bringing all the fall flavors to you. From pumpkin everything to caramel apples and all your seasonal favorites. Make the most of fireside dinners, game-winning touchdowns, and warm family gatherings. Acme's here to help you spice, season, and savor every moment. You'll find fresh inspiration, chef-curated recipes, on-demand cooking classes, and more just waiting to be enjoyed. So slow down and fall into flavor at acmemarkets.com slash fall. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Uh, but in the meantime, before any of that happens, we have something to give away. We're going to give away, for the lesson question, a pair of tickets for In Conversation with the Sopranos. And there's going to be some stars of the show that are going to be there. Uh, Steve Sherpa, or Sharipa, I'm sorry, uh, Vincent Pastore, and Michael Imperioli uh, will be at the Keswick Theater on November 12th. So the question, <clears throat> we're going to ask, okay, why not? This was just like 10 minutes ago. Uh, which British breakfast food makes Sylvester Stallone giggle like a little schoolgirl? <laughs> Every now and then I like to do one from sure. just a little while ago. Yeah. 215-263-WMMR. Which British breakfast food makes Sylvester Stallone giggle like a little schoolgirl? If you heard it just a moment ago and you know you should call because you could win. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. Brought to you this morning by Jersey Mike's. Planning your game day football feast? Well, Jersey Mike's has got you covered with everything you're going to need for a great party or tailgate. Order ahead on the Jersey Mike's app and skip the line. Jersey Mike's, a sub above. What's going on, Steve? Well, Amanda Bynes has decided on a career change and recently enrolled in cosmetology school. Bynes says it has always been a dream of hers to visit space. Mm. Hey! Seriously? Yes, yes, yes. Sarah Ferguson is opening up about taking care of the late Queen Elizabeth's beloved corgis. Ferguson says her biggest challenge with caring for Muick and Sandy has been keeping Prince Andrew from having sex with them. Oh, Oh, my God. And finally, William Daniels, who played Mr. Feeney in the classic show Boy Meets World, says he turned down the role twice because he did not want to do a sitcom. Daniels says he eventually changed his mind after realizing he would be within boner distance when Topanga turned 18. Oh, my God. (laughs) And that's your problem. All right, we are looking for an answer to this question. Which British breakfast food makes Sylvester Stallone giggle like a little girl? And we'll go to Tom to see if we can get an answer. Hey, Tom, good morning. Good morning. How you guys doing? Great, buddy. All right, so what food is it that makes Sylvester Stallone giggle like a little schoolgirl? 
Porridge. Porridge. Yeah. That's correct, Tom. Hang on. Got yourself tickets to uh, In Conversation with The Sopranos featuring uh, Steve Sharipa, uh, Vincent Pastore, and Michael Imperioli. And that will be Saturday, November 12th at the Keswick Theater in Glenside. And tickets are on sale now via AXS.com. Now, Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. Velociraptor. <laughs> Brought to you this morning by Dylan's RV Center. You're going to find the hottest deals of the year on thousands of RVs from New Jersey's top dealers at the Wildwood RV Show. Uh, and it's going to be October 21st through the 23rd at the Wildwoods Convention Center. Well, after Blink-182 announced this week that they were reuniting, uh, bassist and vocalist Mark Hoppus said that he had a hard time keeping the secret. He was at a Dodgers game recently when a fan approached him and asked if there was ever going to be a chance that they would record again. Hoppe said the guy was so sincere, he wanted to just tell him right there. In the long run, Hoppus was able to wait a few days to reveal that Tom DeLonge was joining him and Travis Barker for a new album and a tour. And Blink-182's new single, Edging, is set to drop this week. Can't wait to hear. Is it? In fact, do we like. know? Because they do have <clears throat> playful. It's got to be. Yeah. Yeah, I, uh, about the sexual act of edging. Yeah, probably because they're the ones that came. Were they the ones that came up with Bajmir? They're Bajmir. Bajmir. Yeah. They, listen, if you take off your s- pants and jacket, yeah. if you've yeah. ever seen them in concert, it's all like farts and uh, yeah. and then even the the promo video that they sent out was all double entendre stuff. Okay, okay. yeah, yep. so it has to be maybe. Uh, ousted Red Hot Chili Peppers guitarist Josh Klinghoffer believes that he was actually held back creatively during his decade long tenure in the band. In 2019, the Chili Peppers fired him. Upon John Vershante's return to the group. You actually held me back! Uh, Klinghoffer, who now performs as part of Eddie Vedder's side band, The Earthlings, as well as a touring member of Pearl Jam, spoke frankly to Guitar World and said, Obviously, it's sad when something is taken from you. I did a perfect ten years with him, but for as much as I love those guys and love playing with them, it was also enormously stifling creatively. They're an established band with an established sound, and I learned over time how little deviating from that was possible. Uh, he went on to explain, when I first joined, I wouldn't use certain chords when I was writing if they sounded like something that John would play or if it sounded like a choice they would have made on their last album. I purposely went the other way. Uh, he spoke about how far he was able to let his creativity shine during his run with the band. He said, I thought I was doing a good job of writing music with him, but it wound up not kind of becoming part of my story. Mm. Or if it is part of my story with them, it's a small part. As much as I thought that they were up for experimentation, they generally stayed in their own lane. Although he calls his time with the band a blessing and a beautiful experience, uh, he also felt leaving was uh, the best thing that could have happened to me. I'm free to explore other musical avenues and perhaps find my own sound more than I was able to with them. So is he is he locked with Pearl Jam or yeah. is he okay. the touring band? Yeah, right. And, and uh, Eddie's touring band as well, and on Eddie's record. And he really brings a cool new sound to that band. You know, they've been essentially the same five guys uh, plus the organ player for twenty, thirty years at this point. So to have Josh, I think it's like a new life. I think it's new blood. It's it's kind of exciting. And, and I think, and, and uh, from what Preston just said, sounds like he's having fun too. Yeah. All right, cool. Yeah. One last story. Bruce Springsteen has teased his new cover of the Commodore's 1985 classic Night Shift. Uh, The track, which will officially drop on Friday, will be introduced on his upcoming covers collection, Only the Strong Survives. 
uh, which will be released on November 11th. I love that song. That's a uh, great tune. I don't know it. It's, it was, oh, it's great. Yeah, it was uh, like um, post-Motown. Um, well, it was after Lionel Richie left. Yeah. Yeah, well, so it's it's like, the only night shift I can un- I remember is on the night that's shift. It. That's yeah, it. That's it. And oh, it was like an eighties hit. I do know that song. It was a little more. <laughs> was that from the movie Night Shift? I don't think so. Uh, no. Okay. Henry Winkler with Henry Winkler. Okay. Yeah. It got a lot of airplay on uh, on MTV, and um, yeah, it's a good tune. Uh, so Night Shift was, which pays tribute to such soul legends as Marvin Gaye and Jackie Wilson, was the band's first hit after Lionel Richie left the band. Uh, the tune, which was co-written by drummer Walter Orange, was sung by him and Richie's replacement, J.D. Nichols. Uh, it peaked at number three on the Billboard Hot 100, uh, at peaking at number two on the Adult Contemporary Chart, number one on the magazine's Hot Black Singles list. So, in, the, in the video, it looks like he's uh, Springsteen's going to his first Holy Communion. He's, <laughs> yeah, he's dressed in a suit yeah, yeah, and yeah. he's not moving at all. He's just kind of standing there. I gotta hear it. Doing this. I'm this many years old. (laughs) (laughs) All right, and there you go. That's what I have uh, in music news uh, for you. So we'll take a break. We'll come back in a second and uh, we'll get the letter of the day for the word of the week. Yeah. Let's go. Smart. You want me to give some of these away? Yeah. Are we have these? Yeah. Yeah. We have a movie movie screening of Black Adam. And am I giving away the rest of these? Yeah. Yeah. That's what you sounded like. Yeah. Like Michael. Am I giving away the rest of these? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, so we'll take callers yeah. 15, 16, 17, 18, and 19. And we'll, we'll yeah, give it's you too old. Movies. Oh. Yeah. 15? Okay. 15, 16, 17, 18, 19 uh, to see Black Adam at the Regal UA King of Prussia. No, let's do it. Let, it's almost Friday. Tuesday, October 18th. All right? What? I just hit wrong button. All right, 215263. Oh, yeah, you want to go clubbing? Okay. Yeah. Here we go, baby. WMMR. <laughs> Hang on a second. <laughs> we got the lights on. Yeah. Oh. oh, yeah. Oh, I can't nice. see. We have to turn the lights off in here oh, in order for the. Go off. The shade's got to go down. There we go. Okay. That's better. Yeah. All right. We have an actual disco <laughs> lights in the studio. <laughs> Uh, so anyway, uh, the story of Black Adam, starring Dwayne Johnson, a uh, vengeful DC superhero, uh, and will Black Adam destroy the world or be its savior? Uh-huh. You can see it in theaters, only in theaters October 21st. All right, so we'll get you on the line, uh, get you those tickets. Take a break. Come back in a second. Wrap it up. Stay with us. If you like what you hear, you can see it, too. Check out Preston and Steve's Daily Rush on PrestonandSteve.com. Podcasts? Oh yeah, MMR's got them. There's the Fun Size and Bizarre File editions, along with Preston and Steve Full Show Podcasts, plus the MM Archives Podcast and more. Click Podcasts on WMMR.com. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show Podcast. Last song for us to play for this Thursday. And that means something. That means that Friday... It's right here. It's like right, yeah. right on right the edge of it. Here. Yes. Right there. And so, so close to it. It's what we call almost Friday. Or actually, according to Casey, it, it, it is, is Matthew. Friday. It is Friday. Yeah, yeah, it is. Well, almost. All right. Uh, 1036, we are wrapping up the program for the day. A uh, number of thank yous to do. I would like to thank, and it was it was all local events that were going on. So from uh, the AIDS Walk event this w- this weekend, thank you to uh, Carrie Filer-Bender Bender and Rob Reichert for yes. stopping by. 
Uh, AidsWalkPhilly.org. It's going to be on Sunday. Weather looks great. Oh, it's going to be perfect for that day. Thank you to John Brazier. Director of Fun and Game of the Phils and the uh, National League Division Series Game 3 is Friday, Citizens Bank Park. Weather looks great for that, too. Yes. Uh, and they have all kinds of events that are taking place before the game. So if you want to get there and just be a part of that celebration, just yeah. uh, get to the ballpark early. Uh, thank you to Andrew, Andrew Greenblatt. Yay! 31st Annual Philadelphia Film Festival is Wednesday, October 19th. And you can go to filmadelphia.org for info. Thank you to Rob Wasserman. Hey! And hot show at the Philly Burger Brawl. It's a week from this Sunday. And uh, phillyburgerbrawl.com. Thank you, by the way, to uh, local Pez uh, for bringing by the burgers this morning. They were wonderful. You can find them in Fishtown, Graduate Hospital, and West Philly as well. And uh, they take scratch cooking and Mexican flavors very seriously. So thank you for coming by here today. And surprise last-minute guest, Mr. Richard Kind. <laughs> Great actor who is now in the Hall of Fame at Pensbury High School. They yeah. had the event at Pensbury West today. Uh, and, uh, yeah, we didn't know that. Uh, well, maybe we did know about that, he and Kathy going to Sam High School. I don't remember I, the last interview. Yeah, uh, I think we had uh, addressed it. I just forgot where he grew up. He grew up in Yardley. Um, I was on the other side of the tracks. Yeah, uh, but, but still, we're going to get our national news and traffic correspondent in the Pennsbury right. Hall of Fame. I next think so. Year. I think we can do that. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, but I'm... if we can't win with that angle, we'll go former playmate. <laughs> Wait, yeah, you're gonna... that works. Steve's, Steve's going to push for her first, and then he'll get to me. Well, <laughs> I think you can come in on both sides, depending on what they're doing. Yep. All right. So, uh, nonetheless, uh, we thank you all for being on the program today, and we need to do the letter of the day. Ready, Case? Yeah. Preston and Steve on ninety-three-three WMMR. Now. The Daily Letter. All right, the President and Steve Show brought to you today by the letter... I, as in intention. All right, and we have two... Well, one more day. I'm sorry, one more letter and one more day to go for. We give away the prize, hopefully to you, four-pack of premium box seats in the front row of box number one for Christy Stefano's sold-out right intention wrong movie tour, uh, which is going to be Friday, October 28th, 8 p.m. at the Fillmore in Philadelphia. The early show is sold out, but some tickets remain for his late show that night, which is at 10.30, and they are on sale now at uh, Ticketmaster. want to thank our sponsors. Preston and Steve Show has been brought to you today by Duncan. Uh, the Preston and Steve Show runs on Duncan. Also brought to you by Acme Markets, Fresh Foods, Local Flavors, and by Squeezed.com. Feel great, lose weight with Squeezed. Uh, tomorrow for our No Sad Bro Friday couple of guests, comedian uh, Dan Mintz will be here, and comedian Kurt uh, Braunholder will be joining nice. us as well. So we'll wrap up the week yeah. laughing, and we'll give some stuff away, and we'll have a good time. That's it. We're done. Rage on. Have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow, gang. Bye-bye. Mm-hmm. The is it morning yet deal. How about now? Or now? Because morning time is McDonald's breakfast time. And that's the best time of all the times. Wake up with a little splash of sweetness. Get any size iced coffee from caramel to hazelnut to French vanilla for just 99 cents until 11 a.m. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.